Hey, you're listening to Thursday Night Season 4, Episode Ruins as it is, as it is abandoned, now inhabited by Dwergar and who knows what else. They're a safe brickstone shelter, having uh, just run its course and spat them all out to the ground of this uh, grand hall entrance. Dax Shadowstalker carefully sharpening his blade as he does after every kill. Sharpens it after. Find yourselves <laughs> freshly rested. Well, come on. Move forward. We've got nay but three hours to find whatever it is that Audric doesn't want us to find down here. I think more pressing might be that Dwergar come into that room. It's probably more that way. Do you think we should lock off the door or go through it? <clears throat> Just as Drustin says this, the rumble, the the dust and uh, and small bits of debris, uh, you know, falling from the ceiling and the, and the columns. This time, a bit louder than before. Audible to all of you. Not overpowering. Doesn't not even enough to uh, uh, to interrupt your conversation, except that you hear it, and uh, and you can feel it. Just a little bit of a rumble. Oh, hear it now, guys. <clears throat> that rumbling noise you're talking about. That's not good. We yeah, I don't know what that is either. We need to find out which direction, down the river or one of these doors, quickly. Could I tell, with passively, which direction it was coming from? What's your passive perception? Don't check the card. It's over there somewhere, I thought. Uh, it took to 19. Right here. I'd like to hear you say it. Uh, yes. Don't forget to move. Um, it does appear to sound to be coming from where the water oh, is. It's coming from back in the room with the water. Perhaps downstream. <clears throat> Mark says. He says, "Well, then let's block the other doors if we intend to make a stand." Or, and then he, he looks at uh, he looks at Scrim and he says, <clears throat> "Or we throw in the towel and go secure the gatehouse." He says, "We if he says if there's." If there's enemies approaching, we can beat a hasty retreat. I mean, there, there may be Dwergar like a hundred feet over there. I, yeah, and there's like this huge fucking rumbling coming up. Like, do, is it worth? Is it worth is finding this, out? Is this rumbling like triggering anything that like uh, the Baron's ever heard of before? Giant rumbling underground. Like he's been a dwarf for a long time. Yeah, sounds so, so, like. Uh, it, it, it. Now that you've, you heard it before, right? Yeah, I heard, this is my yeah, second time hearing it. More. Yeah, so uh, uh, sounds more like a sounds more like a like an animal than a horn. Now that you can hear it a bit louder, a bit huh. creature. It's got that sort of that that resonance that uh, the large creature might have. That's something you 
you've heard before. I'll just do that. Um, I'm happy to start making preparations for that band of assassins that's on our tails, but we had talked before about maybe we said three hours trying to dig deeper to try to find the secret of Karundrakar. This is our... If we're doing that, then let's invest everything in looking into the into these ruins, Aye. which is finding whatever that noise is. Cousin, you promised me three hours. <clears throat> I intend to find whatever it is that Adric does not want us to find in those three hours. Giant beasts or nay. I don't know if that's the correct use of nay there. They better downward. <laughs> Who can identify the beast? Uh, Greg. Yeah. Houston has traveled the wilderness. Yep. I would not say he's familiar with every giant beast, but he has also read up on large beasts that he might encounter in order to avoid them in the past. Which is not what we're doing. Is there a chance that he could roll for this or just. Yeah, you, uh, uh, or that be nature? Uh, The next time you hear it. Oh, the next time you hear it. So the next time we hear it, I'm going to. Listen well. It was about 20 minutes since the last one. Oh, I thought when we oh. popped out, we heard it. No. Yeah, it was about 20 minutes since the last we one. We just heard one, oh. and the another one was 20 minutes ago. The previous. Just give oh, you a little okay. time frame. Oh, okay. All right, then let's start. Let's start. Excuse me. Oh, got some slime. Ah, oh, swamp slime. Ah, oh, reminds me of home. Let's what are you ch- eating? Swamp slime? I just, it's, sometimes I still have a little bit left over, and I don't want to waste it, so I... You know, just... It's a hobby. Let's rule out these last two doors. There were no tracks going into them, but uh, I'd hate to find out there were little dart holes or something like that. Who... Or diamonds. Or (laughs) diamonds. Or there could be the exact thing that Baron wants. It's a dwarven Uh, ruin. Uh, that's... that's terrible. Mark says... I'll... I'll watch this the door and the uh, and the cave. You uh, check the other doors. Okay. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> that one hammer. Yep. Uh, Great. Right while I walk over to the door, I pull out the potion of Dan's old fingernail and take a little taste. Oh, gross! Because we never did that. It was a clear potion with an old fingernail up in it. I do those in the moment. Now I remember. Yeah, I, one of the quick right, questions. I, I, two uh, potions. One was water breathing. One we didn't identify. Okay. I'll, I'll Let find. me know. Okay, uh, Dristin walks over and is going to listen at the door. The, the ear. Uh, I have a quick tactical question before that happens. Is this intended to be a two a two uh, square door or a one square door? <coughs> so it's a two square door. Okay. It's behind a small throne. Justin tastes great strength. I thought so. The strength of a fingernail. You realize that you did recognize that uh, that fingernail. It is a hill giant fingernail. It is a potion of hill giant strength. Your strength changes to twenty-one for one hour. Justin yeah, immediately. Awesome. That's. It does a bunch of push-ups. What would happen if Bear Trout drank that? bearing the ground as you push it further and further down. I mean, yeah. I definitely want to see that. It doesn't increase it by 21, it just makes it 21. Yeah, what's yeah, your strength now? It makes now? it 21. Uh, her strength right now is 
Eighteen. Eighteen. So that'd still be. Oh, that there. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it would be especially good for. I should just give it to you. No, well, I mean, I'm, I wasn't saying. It's that. funny I was because just it, interested in like. Is it? Yeah. It's a bigger change for someone with a lower score, yeah, exactly. but it also goes to someone that probably isn't using the strength yeah. that's rolls. It's something that will very much depend on circumstance. Well, it's yeah, it's not, way, it's not an like, obvious. It's like a perfect thing if you all need to jump across a big yeah. gap. Sure. When Bear Tug is unconscious, we drink it in order to drag her away. <laughs> with all her stuff. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and it's, yeah, it's not Bear job. It's the pack she's wearing. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. Oh, can you unbuckle it? We're likely to be feeding the donkey to drag <laughs> all of our like, unconscious corpuses back to Blastingdale. Greg, can you describe this door? <laughs> Doing the super strong door. Uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's go for it. Let me get to my right pages here. There's some beads hanging down over Bump the doorway. <laughs> yeah. It's a beef Sorry, I don't have my. It's the of the accursed beads. 18 and over. <laughs> the beads. Provides <laughs> some privacy, but some mystery too. It's actually just the requisite fire exit for the Dwergar in case of emergency. Well, Dwergar fire marshals are. It's a uh, it's a picky. stone door, <laughs> and uh, it's got uh, it's got carvings as all of the doors in here have that you that is and the mortar are like dragons and giants. You said right? Yes. Oh, wow. Um, uh, forms of, yeah, giants and dragons that were those pillars there. Um, and there were, uh, the walls were covered in tile mosaics that have mostly been smashed and de- yeah. defaced with graffiti. Sorry, the stone uh, doors aren't as uh, smashed because stone is harder to smash and kind of a waste of time. Uh, and it's, uh, it depicts a scene of, it must be some dwarven achievement. You see dwarves carved, uh, uh, uh in this scene. Uh, fighting some giants. Okay. Hmm. Oh. Jagmus Raps. Legendary hill giants of Barundrakar. Barundrakar. <laughs> Everyone totally sucks. Uh, I'm going to listen before I check the traps. Listening through the door. It's a deafening trap. <laughs> Sonic boom. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Shouldn't have listened so hard. Yeah, it's, uh... I would... Give me a moment here. Sorry, my, my notes are, are a tad scattered here. No. Only triggers if someone is listening. Uh, go ahead and listen. And mark, remember, mark 10 minutes. I naturally rolled my passive. So that's going to be 23. Okay, and so you're the timekeeper, right? I'm the timekeeper. So remember, active uh, uh, active perception checks yeah. and searches are 10-minute ten ten minute, yeah. costs. Uh, uh, if there's something that takes 10 minutes that you're going to be doing at the same time, of course, yeah. you can double up. Just say what you did. You don't, we, you don't have to like do it in that exact moment if you're like, oh, wait, of course yeah, I would have been yeah, yeah, casting yeah. this ritual. Then just do it. Uh, if someone will back me up, I'll check one of the other doors. We can I'll, speed I'll back you up. I'm not expecting. I'm gonna do. Wait, where's Bear? <clears throat> my Bear Joe, back you up. Take the door trick. Put a climbing python in it to jab it. Okay, that's great. While you're a check and record it on your own, okay. um, I'll ask for it later if you need. Or more likely, I'll say someone walked through that door and you'll be like, "What about the thing I put in?" I'll be like, "Oh right, what was the skill?" So just get ready for that conversation. Baron oh, is okay. looking for shenanigans, <laughs> listening for anything he hears, and checking this thing down oh, no. for. 
fucking pipe. Dwarven traps. Cleverly hidden and designed <laughs> dwarven traps is mostly what's on his mind. Uh, advantage, because Bearjaw's helping you, right? Uh, yeah. Does so Bearjaw have any yeah, proficiency yeah. in uh, perception, right? Yeah. <laughs> so Proficient. What'd you well, get? Uh, with advantage, I got an 18. Nice. Alright, um, Baron finds uh, no traps on this door. Seems like an ordinary stone door, although while he's looking at it, he sees another uh, uh, another scene here with, uh, uh, with more dwarves. This time, they're working the forges, and, uh, and, and you can see depictions of... Uh, of like an armory, you know, hung on the wall, just axes and hammers and swords and the dwarves that are working it. Um, these sorts of things are not unusual to you. Know, dwarves yeah. love to tell these stories okay. through their carvings. Sure. Um, so just narratively, I forgot to roll advantage that Trim Corn was helping me. So I rolled natural 19 and my advantage die was a one. Wow. Which I think narratively means that Trim Corn. Which is shaking him. So Jerusalem is really good at listening, despite no! Scrimcorn yeah. trying to. Well, here, here. Hey, what you hit? Oh! Oh! But the natural nineteen. Give me a twenty-three. Oh, twenty-three. Oh, Better that's than that's my. That's funny. Passive. Your bonus is not even that good. It's mostly from your feet. Yeah. That gives you the nineteen passive. So you have to roll really, really well to, to beat the passive. passive. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jerusalem hears. Not the slightest whisper. Nary a whisper. Nary a whisper. Nary a whisper. Might not have been Okay, so ten minutes go by. Yeah, uh, that's what you guys were all doing. There, Mock was pounding the thing. Hearing nothing, opens the door. (coughs) Wait, Baron opens the door? You were searching for traps. Yeah. I mean, after it's done searching. That's a different thing. That was ten minutes. You were searching for traps. He was listening. Yeah. Yeah. Which way should we go? Let's go this way. Well, just open it. Open. Uh, could be a closet. Simultaneous door. It could have been a closet, but instead, it is obvious that this room was once a shrine to the gods of the dwarves. Baron, Baron. The walls are carved carved with their dower images, and a low stone altar stands at the western end of the room. Uh, there are stone benches that have been smashed and thrown askew, and the icons of the gods have been defaced. Oh, Atop no. the altar, arms folded over his chest, lies the ancient corpse of a dwarf warrior in plate armor. Bones lie heaped around the altar's base, and at its foot crouches the desecrated body of an orc in studded leather armor. Oh, I don't think he managed it. Uh, can we get a little sketch? Mock, you'll want to see this? Don't try to steal from <clears throat> dead dwarves, man. They'll Mock fuck fini- you up. Mock finishes uh, jamming the door and gives it like a pretty satisfying shake Dunk. of his head, like it's not going anywhere. And then stalks off to uh, to answer Drushin's summon. That was that was Baron. I mean, did Someone you open his door? I opened my door. No, that was beyond my door. It was his. Yeah. Oh, that was his door. Okay. Yeah. Well, because you said open it. We all follow so you. You said that as if you were telling somebody oh. to open it. Oh. You did not say I am opening it. I so heard you were I telling Justin to open it. So pronouns. Did. We agree. Justin's door is open. Bear, you forgot your pronouns again. Well, it depends on if he said open it or okay. open it. You can still open yours, but this is now open. Yeah. Baron opens his too, because that's what he thought he was doing. <laughs> so he said, let's go through here first, and you said, well, in, since you're listening, I'm going to go check for traps on this door. Yeah. It's all good. Right. And it's then we both did that thing for 10 minutes. But you, then, but you did not. To be, just want to make You clear, can still choose not to open the door. Hang on. I just, I want to make it clear that I understand what yeah. you guys have done. You were only searching for traps, mm-hmm. not listening for anything on the other side. 
Okay. Uh, that was a different thing that you were doing on a different door. I could no. You I was, decided not to I, even. I was over here at this door. Correct. Yeah. And you were but searching, you were searching for, traps. for traps. You were not listening to it. Over here, he was listening, not searching for traps. I okay. can't multitask. You guys did different things. No. You, it, it, it's a it's a different Se- separate check. Separate okay. Check. Separate check. Separate thing. You get your passive. Of okay. course. Right. Both of your passives are in effect there, and you. Okay. Uh, did not hear anything while searching. I'm I'm okay not listening. My passive's all right. Okay. Um, let me draw this door. In the door, there's a man screaming behind. <laughs> He's shouting. <laughs> Don't open it. <laughs> I'm sleeping. I'm a bomb. There's a bucket above the door. Unfortunately, my passive's still. It's so great that even when I shout, <laughs> no one can hear me. Taken. Shit. I get that reference. When you open that door, the trash can is in here. Open. <laughs> okay, so wow, this we've is got a huge room. We've got a big a view with a view. altar wow. here, and it's a huge uh, three by three. And then I'll, I'll do like a little like. I want you to draw the desecrated. It's like a little door. thing, and then there's like a there's like a guy. Oh, so that's the door. Desecrated. No, no. Oh. The, that's the, a door from plate armor. Oh, and yeah. there's a desecrated orc. There. Oof. I think I even more desecrated. Baron about to open his door. Here's Justin opening that one. He's like, oh, all right. Oh, we'll go take that one out first. <laughs> <laughs> Baron got looks really disappointed. Once again, <laughs> my cousin gets in the way. Here's some decorations. Uh, there you go. all the way back to the other door. Uh, he sees Baron goes in, sees the shrine. Uh, what god is this to? I want your minis where they are. Okay. He's looking in. He is not stepping. Baron knows he's inside. Baron has sulking right outside the door. Oh my god. Let me advance my mini. No, out of that door. She comes over. Right there. I'm coming. She's that far. Yep. Where you want him? Where you want him? You'd be with your cousin. And these guys are standing guard. Uh, is Albeck on there? Mm-hmm. That's Albeck? Uh, oh, I see. He is an Albeck. And the long, blonde, flowing hair. There aren't columns. There are uh, big broken benches, which I'll need to get from the front. Careful! There's no columns. And there's a bunch of piles of bones. Chilling can come in at any time. No, I'm definitely peeking. Hey, look! The magnetic power thingy from the Microsoft Surface saved us from committing a disaster. Why don't the new MacBooks have those? Why do they get the USB-Cs? No. To be fair, it's better when you go with the standard. USB-C is good. I like it. So but I really like the magnetic. I feel conflicted about it because Mag- I don't feel conflicted about it at all now. MagSafe was really awesome. Plus, really cool. it's their own proprietary bullshit. So, it was so cool. It's proprietary bullshit. It just says it on the box. It came where up are a lot. Three by ones. We used to have a bunch I of. I don't work about the, the magnet power mm-hmm. thing. <clears throat> no, thing. Got, got yanked out so many times. Oh, it's, yeah. it's a. You want more the, than that? Nah. The power. I mean, they're not bones, but it's magnet. It's yeah. it oh, I've on. seen that on the old yeah. Mac ones. Yeah, they're nice. I think it's it. clever. I mean, I once, I once had a PS2 okay. ruin. I right. had it set up somewhere, and someone tripped over the cord, okay. and that okay. was it. Okay, continuing, continuing. So, Baron, you asked, "What god is this?" Three by ones. The carvings. Nice. Okay, in a second. 
Um, he's trained in religion, and he's a dwarf. The carvings, uh, it's obvious to all dwarves, and even anyone else who's studied in the major uh, religions of the world. Uh, it, it's the dwarven pantheon uh, being honored in here. Clangadin. With, oh, with Morden uh, uh, most prominently. It seems like, the, uh, this makes sense to you. This is the sort of, um, this is the sort of, what do you call it, like, holy room, that, uh, the room of, um, what am I saying? I think it's going to be worship. Room of worship. That's yeah. not the word. A room of worship that would be made in such a place like Kunjakar where they escaped here and they had to build something. And of course, mm-hmm. they're not going to skimp on the room of worship, but they don't have the time to make individual temples yet. So this sort of thing you've seen in outposts and other such, uh, you know, okay. forward bases, things like that. Non-denominational. It's, yeah. a, it's what we would call non-denominational, it's right? The, it's all the above. It's, uh, uh, it's sort of... But it's also not equal. Morden, Morden stands above the rest. He, does, um, yeah. uh, he is. They call him the All Father. Yeah, yeah, yeah they do. No Morden. He is, he is the All Father here, and he is definitely most honored. But uh, but the other, at least of the good Dwarven pantheon, uh, uh, are here. I don't. Yeah. Would you like I more? Make... I have them all listed right here. D- give me, give me, you give me some. No, it, 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 is, it features Morden, but there's also Baronar True Silver, uh, uh, Goddess wife. of Hearth and Home, and, and Morden's wife, as well as Dumathoin, Kalangadin, <laughs> and Gorm Gothin, God of Vigilance, Defense, and proje- Protection. Dumathoin, of course. Oh, who I named my dog? Yeah, yeah. Dumathoin. Exactly. Dumathoin. Wait, really? Yeah, Dumathoin. <laughs> Dumathoin. He's the god, god of hidden of mining, secret things. gems, underground exploration. Yep. Hidden things. I'm Duma the dog. Hanseth, god of war, carousing, alcohol. is not featured. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mock. I was about to say, and Mock is very disappointed. Mock's like, rubs his little. Like, explained his like. My allegiance is pledged. Uh, Scrin is, uh. Too much. Is, is not silent, but he's, uh. He see, he he just shakes his head and looks uh, looks disappointed at the the graffiti and the uh, the desecration of this uh, this place because you said it was not just the orcs but like with them? no I'm peeking through the door the, yeah the, the religious yeah. stuff is all has graffiti on it and everything yeah like it's been yeah all the uh, it seems like he said all the uh, the, the, the decorations and kind uh, of uh, art odd music Great, I may have to I don't like this music wait. But I have a, a knowledge thing I want to ask you. Some of the bones at the oh, foot yeah. of the altar stir and form into a pair of towering skeletons, uh, clutching great clubs that they pick up out of the pile of bones. The dead orc warrior looks up at you and grins evilly, green oh. fire burning in oh. his hate-filled eyes as it stands. Wait, he Craig, are the Is he a skeleton? Great clubs made of bones? How does a skeleton grin? It was, uh, uh, it was not a skeleton. It was a oh, desecrated... Uh, this was recent. It was a desecrated body of an orc in Star I Rome. thought that he was, was dead. So the body has been desecrated? Describe desecrated for me. Like someone pooped on it? Uh, uh, yeah. He looks, uh, like no, he, he looks all torn up, ripped apart. He looks dead. He looks very okay. dead. This, this is clearly like a corpse that's moving. Yes. Okay. The corpse, uh, the orc corpse. Looks up at you and grins evilly, green fire burning in his hate-filled eyes as it stands. Does he say, Arkish, uh, roll initiative? Uh, roll initiative. Do you want any... They are, they are moving at you immediately. Yeah. Baron, uh, vile corruption! And, yes. uh... Can I have the ogres are large? Write it down. Okay. I'll just write it on there. Taylor, is it Grand Warrior? I know, but I, I actively like my job. Then, then, then let me give you... What he, he, That's really cool pen. Check. <gasps> what? 
when I point at you, tell me your initiative, or be forever doomed. Or be forever forgotten. Uh, 20. Whoa. Here's a legit Whoa. I'm skipping mock for now. Nineteen. Twelve. Twenty-eight. How studied is Baron in the various uh, forms of four, the four undead? Um, you had sixteen, right? Sixteen. Sixteen. Whoa. You know, I I think I would say. Let me see. Let me look. Hang on. He's trained in religion. He's not. But he's trained in religion, so pretty decent, actually. I would say. Uh, clerics are. It's 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 a considered an abomination of the gods. Well then, the word white means person Ooh. in days of yore, but now the name refers to evil undead who were once mortals driven by dark desire and great vanity. This is a white. It is a dangerous. Whites are really dangerous, dangerous creature. White. Okay. Wild shape. This is no skeleton. Great. Initiative. Uh, six for the white. And 18 for the orcs ogre skeletons. Oh, that's six. How what number? Uh, 18. 18. Here you go. Thank you. Pretty guy. Shake. Crap. Three choices. Welcome to the welcome. Welcome. I know it crushes you. That, oh my god, it's so big! It's so scary! It looks anymore. great until you turn him on his back. Immediately That's fine. Alright. Who is first? Baron. Baron. You are quickest on your feet. Yeah, he's trained for this. Let's keep it. <laughs> I do need benches because they are they are uh, benches. Are they dwarven benches or regular? Uh, who do we got minis on the thing here? Skelly, Skelly, White. Fantastic. Um, the uh, Baron presents his shield and says, uh, "By the power of Moradin, I rebuke you." And uh, he's using his channel divinity turn on dead. So they have to make it's, uh, it's within 30 feet. Let me just count this out real quick 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Perfect. We have to move. Um, they have to make a DC wisdom saving throw. The DC wisdom. 15. I didn't say the word number. They rolled. Oh, wisdom. Are those old desecrated benches? Oh, sorry, it's I shouldn't Definitely be desecrated benches. Desecrated in every way. Uh, you pooped on those benches. So much poop. Shit benches. Like my little drawing here? Yeah, you're doing a great job. Those are benches? Yeah, sorry. Those they're they're wet erase. You go yeah. get more than they are dry. Bench. Oh, do oh. not use wet erase. Oh, no, yeah, no, no, right. no, I already, I already erased them. They will, they will dry erase, but yeah, it takes I already, a while. I erased it already. Um, I just need to get more time. Sorry. Well, I needed to write them down in correct order, which is why. Okay, sorry, uh, Baron. So now you've got the the features on the board there. Great. There's three of them. They each make uh, 15 wisdom saving throw against being <laughs> turned. 
all right. Against being turned. Some yeah, dead. Have so <laughs> 15 <laughs> wisdom saving throw. Let me double check all of their I have to <laughs> make things. sure. Okay. Now there's other things I gotta make sure as well if they fail. Oh, that is a uh, a six for the white. So it needs a 15. Oh. That is a two for one of the ogres, the far away one, and a 15 for the close ogre. Okay, and then I gotta check something else. Ogre. Are they ogre skeletons? Like a destroyer? Ogre skeletons. Where is that? Um. So, uh, it says, when an undead fails its saving throw against your turn undead feature, it is instantly destroyed if its challenge rating is lower than the threshold for your level. Which apparently is challenge rating one half or lower. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. So, yep. are uh, any of them destroyed? Checking. They look None at of the these are one half or lower. Sounds good. Does it do anything else? Uh, well, no. It also does other things. Let me just go back to okay. that one. Yeah. It's our and first use of turn undead, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, except for on a door. Uh, oh yeah. On the citadel to open the door. Yeah. Mm. Um, so here's what this does. Um, each undead that can see me or hear me, which I already did, if they fail, it's turned for one minute or until it takes any damage. A turned creature must spend its turns trying to move as far away from you as it can, and it can't willingly move to a space within 30 feet of you. It also can't take reactions for its action. It can only use the dash action or try to escape from an effect that prevents it from moving. If there's nowhere to move, the creature can use the dodge action. Okay, uh... Keep that open for yeah. their turns. For how long um, does that last? A minute. A minute. Or until they take any damage. Oh, until they take damage. That's so perfect. all but the uh, but but Mr. Uh, axe guy here. He's got a giant bone. Do they give any sort of uh, giant bone axe? Big sharpened sword. Uh, so what's his name? Bone axe. Say again? Do they grant any sort of advantage to attack? No, people? basically they just can't make any attacks. <laughs> Gotcha. They okay. are. Uh, Scrimmy. No damage, though. Right? Uh, no damage. So he's gonna, going to take the form of his patented beetles, uh, which the um, heroic minis. Uh, yeah, there, uh, yeah. Yeah. So he's going to do that um, as he moves. I think I was actually a little bit. Great. You did move me. Is that correct? I think I scooted you out of the way right. to draw all the things. I was not much further up. I was still kind of in the back. Yeah, here, you, so were, you, say. you were like there. I was, not, I was not in range so of getting I actually here. moved people further in before I started the combat. I just assumed you guys were yeah. sort of like looking yeah. at the combat. No, that looks good. So okay, I moved yeah. you a couple squares, and that's why... Baron was so. eager to see what was going on, so I like I like how yeah. it looks. Yeah. Baron, will you tell me whether or not Mock is familiar with this at all? Because Mock, on his own, I don't want to make that call. You tell me whether or not he knows what's going on. Turn dead. You mean the turn dead thing? The effect of turn dead. Is that something he, he, he would be familiar with? Because he would only be familiar with it through you. I'm making, um, I'm making that decision. So, I mean... Probably not, because Baron hasn't. I mean, we've only been inventoring. Is there a visible effect on the two that it affected? Like, there's like spectral cameras. Ah, uh, so uh, of the ones that went, there is sort of a, a a divine light. I can imagine sort of illuminating them, and it's like they are terrified of it. I'm saying this because in meta, meta. Yeah. Is it Mock's turn? Let's no. wait for Mock's turn. So let's, let's keep the comment. Oh, this, is, so this is out. This is outside. This is strategic, no, uh, strategic <laughs> player conversation. Um, yeah, which, which, which strategy would be don't about. attack those ones. Oh, yeah. If he was familiar with it, he's I, right, if I he's totally understand, it. but it's it's Dan's oh, decision making time. It's his turn. To- totally, totally. But like, yeah. so, like, I'm not trying to stop your turn at all. I'm just saying like as right, overall okay. party strategy, I want to, I mean, 
players can talk outside of their turn in combat, right? Uh, unless course, it had come but up. Dan, Dan has moved his character, and I'm trying to let him get his word in so we can keep the combat pace moving forward. Before I beast form and charge in, yeah. do you say to do anything special? Uh, uh, like attack the. This is where to do Which packs. one didn't get affected? The axe. Attack the one on the left. Your left. Your left or my left? Um, Stage left. We're all looking at him. Con- that, convenient. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so Scrim hears that and says, "Oh yeah!" And then he starts coughing as he runs, and then stumbles, and then like splashes into a pile <laughs> of beetles that you guys know. And immediately uh, starts crawling up the legs of this thing. He doesn't have enough distance to get me uh, to do an attack. But he's there. If the guy moves or doesn't attack, he gets the thing. So he's now locking that guy down. Next up is the skeleton. Skeleton. It is skeleton. So first, club guy. He's he's already backed into a corner. And he just starts backing up more. He doesn't turn his back to you, but he's like... He's like got his club and he's like holding it out. and, And sort of smushing his whole body into the corner of this room. Yeah, he's got nowhere else to go. Take the dodge. They can take the dodge action. Probably. Uh, right, yes, that's what it said. If they can't move Yeah, away. if they can't, if there's nowhere to move, they can take the so, dodge So, yeah, action. he's like, first he's like clumsily moving back, but he's got his like club on guard. Um, this axe, uh, this axe skeleton, enraged, uh, just charges at, uh, or charges at Ben. He's to. Okay. He's trying to, but the scrim beetles are all over him, so what happens? Uh, he's going to, uh, as soon as he tries to move out of my threat range, uh, I will, they, uh, they nip at him. He hasn't been damaged yet, correct? No. No. Okay, I wasn't sure if the turn did anything at that. Yes! Ah! 22 to hit. 22 to hit. Uh, yeah, that'll... Well, let me double check. I can't imagine it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Wow. By a million. Most importantly, that stops him in his tracks. His movement speed is zero for the turn. Uh, a la my sentinel. Even on the mini, what she's thinking about that. Oh, nice. That's exactly what I'm doing. Um, and he suffers... Not very good. Three, seven, twelve... 12 piercing damage. 12 piercing damage. And he's stuck where he is, but he still They're has into the marrow, right? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. They they try, they try find openings, and uh, if there's any, like, big, like, I a mean, it's fever, a corpse, right? It's, like, so... hollowed out. Yeah, they're they're going in there and yeah. Yeah, eating from the inside. Uh, okay, uh, you gave me damage, sir. 12 piercing damage. 12 piercing damage. If I remember right, you guys have fought skeletons uh, a few yeah. times now. Yeah. So the skeletons are vulnerable, um, vulnerable to bludgeoning but and regular from piercing. So you said 12. Okay. Correct. So you can still take an action, just so you can't move anymore. You can still take an action. So stopped in his tracks, the beetles locking down, like, as the bones try to, you know, they're animated bones. As they try to move forward, the beetles are just getting in every joint and stopping him from moving. And he looks back and just takes his fist with his axe and just starts slamming down at his own leg. <laughs> Doing one of these. Oh, oh my god, he got a one. So you know what I was thinking in my head? I went, well, if he's attack, smashing his own leg, if he got a one on a critical miss, he I'll make him deal his, his damage leg. to himself. <laughs> I didn't vocalize it because it'd be a waste of time you on a one in 20 chance. To. Until uh, until it becomes 100 percent the result. Until it becomes the result. So I'm gonna go ahead and roll damage truth. against himself here for fun. I can see him smashing his leg and then other bones forming. So I 
Sentinel will never have. I can see him having maybe a little resistance right to it because trying to 13 swing an axe at your own leg is kind of hard. Thirteen bludgeoning yeah, damage one, oh, so to himself. Yeah, the one the one is worst case scenario. Okay. So uh, that's a thirteen wow. bludgeoning damage, so, so it's double. Twenty-six. Yeah. That's a not bad. I mean, he, he loses like a femur. Yeah, he crushes his own leg. Yeah, it 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 does indeed. He he tries to go and smash the beetles, and uh, you see him like moving Such down a on a downward vision. swipe. But he like kicks his leg as if it's itchy at the same moment <laughs> and smashes his shin and just his leg is obliterated below the knee and he's now balancing on one leg. Surprisingly adept at this. Yeah, absolutely. Well, magic is keeping his body alive. That's pretty adept. Being alive too. Uh, so yeah, it says, can you can you beat my round? <laughs> yeah. Make his head explode. Oil vein. Uh, oil vein pops out. Chaos bolt. One square just to. What do you, what do you and casting? he casts Firebolt, and he does a 15 hit. A 15 will, the ogre, oh, I assume. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Sweet. Uh, that is 10 damage. 10 damage, you got 10, what type? 10 fire damage. 10 fire damage. Do you scoot back? Uh, and then, yeah, he just goes back to where he was. Uh, do you want for all the way back, or? Uh, where he was was fine. Okay. You should yeah. hit Baron with that attack sometime, just so he can appreciate us. Good point. Red dragon yeah, armor. That's true. Yeah, yeah. That's what we nice do in spare time. Resist. Just start, like, just he just throws resist. a little fireball down. You gotta make sure that Didn't the armor it. still works. Didn't right? feel it. You don't want to get into a fight depend I mean, on that system. tested it, right? I mean, assuming you're rounding down, he's continuing to throw like one damage attacks of fire at him, it would do nothing. Just like throw matches at him. He's like, hey, come on. So one night he just fell asleep and rolled into the bonfire and just kept sleeping there all night. But it still works. It's warm. All right, fair job. Um, Bearjo's going to maneuver into that space. She's got 40, 40 foot movement, so I think she can get all the way. One, two, three, four. Yeah, cut the corner. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, we get it. I mean, uh, yeah, okay. she can cut one closer at that same amount. Yeah. Just take me as okay. far as so, yeah. close to one closer okay. than you All right, so if, if I, yeah, yeah, you guys. That's four. That's, that's four. That's four. four. Five, six. Seven, yeah, all the way, eight. All the way. Eight, no, eight is it. You have 40 movement. A 40 movement. I said, I'm saying it all the way, like, as far as I can go. So you're choosing to dash? No, no. I'm saying as so far as I can go. Then one back. One back. That's that's eight squares. That's okay, 40 and then she's going to throw a hand at him. And some insults, I hope. And some insults. Well, I mean, the insult is... You cut your leg off. Cut your leg off, idiot. Well, we'll see. We'll see how well I'm she model. does. Yeah. Uh, all right. Okay, that's pretty good. Um, that's a 24. That'll hit easily. Uh, we'll do some damage. This guy's like not dodging at all. He's just a yeah. big hulking skeleton. He's just like, now we Seven. Seven damage? Oh, sorry. No. That was a three. No, yeah, seven. Oh, it is. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I was, right, it's a throne. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. 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 Yep. So seven, seven, six, What kind of damage? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't hear that. Uh, I was like, simple light no drone range. Nope. <laughs> Those two are, are currently uh, cowering. Slashy. I believe. I thought slashy. He was. Seven no. slashing damage. You got like, slashing damage look not effective. Dressing blow the whistle. Same as piercing. It's Same bludgeoning piercing. is what he's weak to. That's why you got it. Okay, and because I can do two attacks. <laughs> All right. Then I'll throw my other hand axe. Drawing weapons? Did he do that? They weren't drawn. Her weapons weren't out. Because she was standing there, sulking. Yeah. Sulking. Not ready to fight. Oh, so she has no shield? It's on her back. Oh, gotcha. Is that what you just asked? 
Well, well no, because you only draw one weapon at a time. One weapon at a time. Yeah, but if you have hand axes, I imagine it's... It's one. It's one? It is oh, one. Well, then I can't... Yeah, this has come up before. Yeah. It gives room for magic items and such, and it's, feats to... Yeah. And there's the feat, which is the quick draw feat, which instead of drawing one weapon, you can draw two. Yeah. Oh, that is definitely uh, one. Yeah. Or I think it's well, like the two-weapon fight. It's one of those things where you just decide what, what to have in your hands all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like having your shield all the time is not a bad idea. So far, it's just been annoying. Yeah. 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 What well, is annoying? Because you're lower level, and yeah. you get more feats and magic items and stuff mm-hmm. later. That Baron's Felix shield problem. is just really, really big, so most of the time, he's carrying it. Drewston, he's around the corner. Uh, see, you saw this. He goes, oh, fascinating. <laughs> uh, he's really fascinated by all of this. The whole room and everything. He definitely wants to figure out. The one skeleton that is, like, trying to move forward, he is beaten up. He's got yeah. an axe, a hand axe now stuck in his skull. He's got drawings on, on his, his hands hand. for some reason. I don't know where <laughs> they came from. Uh, Greg, you're drawing anyway, a blue marker got, there. Is it on my face? Where no, it's okay, on so, your hand. Where uh, else yeah. is it? So he's got a hand oh. axe. He's got a hand axe Staring. stuck in his skull. He's got a missing leg, yeah. and he's hopping on one foot, and he's got beetle like, like pit marks all over his bones. Yeah. So he's got the old Kernyard bell on his walking stick that never makes any noise, and he says, uh, "Hear ye the, the bell of the Kernyards of Bontelgrim, and feel the the pool of the grave." And he casts Toll the Dying, make a DC 14 with some saving throw. Does it do necrotic? Yes. Not all undead oh. are immune to necrotic. Yeah, yeah. And necrotic is anything having to do with. Yeah. Death. Yeah, right. not on a map. DC 14. Some are. DC 14, wisdom. Ogre skeleton. One or two to this. If, if they have damage resistance to a particular thing, do they have resistance saving throws? To no. Thing? It would uh, say no. if they got That's a different thing. Throws. There's advantage on saving throws, and then there's or advantage versus... Uh, okay. It's not going to be it. Not going to be enough. So this is necrotic damage. Uh, oh, yeah, not bad. 16 nice. necrotic damage. 16 necrotic damage. You roll damage on a save. Yeah, that's, I guess how it works off. Now. Yes. Okay. 16 necrotic damage... Now, if it has resistance, then it'll take half of that. That'll kill him. Nice. Yes. Uh, so what happens is just the the magical necrotic life that was in him is just drained away, and he just collapses into just a pile of bones. Just becomes what he should have been, which was bones. Justin uh, calls out, the white next! Who calls out? Drink. 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 Can I have another beer too, please? Justin. Sierra. Drewson does call out. I, I called the skull? Yeah. Sierra? Yes, please. Everyone's getting re beard. Uh, who, is, who is next? Mock. Oh, it's Mock. Mock <clears throat> pulls out head shiver. A minute is like the whole combat. Yeah. Yeah, that's the idea. Uh. Cool Coming into times. range. Snick snack whack. It's definitely one of those save or suck sort of things. So, so great. He has a Tycam right before his turn. So it's like best case scenario. A straight one. Turn undead situation for you. That yeah. one will be the second attack will be a twenty-two AC against the white. Twenty-two AC against the white will pierces studded leather armor easily. Beautiful. Or, or slash or, or smash. Slash oh, and then comes around with a half and goes for the whack kneecap. Oh, white work. 
And that will be a 11. Negative. I will. No, I will not. I will stand on that. Okay, um, so he does. Uh, eight damage. Eight. What kind of damage? Slashing damage. Try to always say it if you can. Yes. Eight slashing damage. Um, cutting away mostly rags and bits of decayed flesh until finally connecting once with a ringing kind of hardened bone on on dwarven or not on dwarven steel on hardened bone on hardened steel. Hardened bone on hardened steel is what he's expecting, but instead it is very hardened bone on Ooh. hardened steel as, uh, as you know, Mock has cut through enough bones in his time, and yes. this one just, it just, it just stops does it, at it. Does it and the white, it the white just slowly looks down at the blade and then looks back up at Mock. Cream fire goes in its eyes. Wow, wow. Whitey. It is... The white. The white. Hang on, I gotta read a couple things here. Oh, white looks at his death sheet. Hold on, guys. Oh, 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 you're not gonna like this. The white with a long sword just draped to its side. It didn't even come in to parry the attack or anything. Well, it was actually afraid at the time. It yeah. was like, it was a little bit stunned. You hit it, it looked down, looked up. It's longsword, it just lifts it up in his hand, and then... Kiss. Right to yeah. the mouth. And then sets it aside and reaches for Mark. <laughs> uh, he lifts the longsword up, and then swings it down with surprising speed. All of his, uh, all of his motions being uh, sort of slow and clumsy until the moment the uh, the blade oh, moves in to action. Does he advance on me, or does he have reach? Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot you have reach. Yeah, he does advance on me. Okay. Here or here? You get no A for that? No. No, no. no because One he's, or two. He's, he's already, already in range. Within my or threat. Uh, okay, he gets a... Oh, wow, that's not a very high bonus. That's a 13. That's not going to do it. Not today. Already blocked. Got a plus four. <laughs> and... Uh, uh, he swings the sword down. How does Maka block that or avoid that? <clears throat> Maka, Maka had bought himself a little bit of time using using distance to an advantage, and so the closing, uh, the, the, the shambling, uncoordinated steps give him a chance to take a defensive posture and just pick the blow out of midair, letting it letting it fly harmlessly by. Picks the blow out of midair when the white's other hand shoots forward Ooh. like an arrow. Boom! Right into Maka's chest, flat palmed. Against it. Oh, oh, that's a good one. That is a 16. That won't do it either. That won't do it. Oh. On that one, you, the plate mail soaks it all, and you hear the rattling of like. No, no uh, uh, it's got to be more of a dodge than that. Oh. Okay, then. Uh, uh, hit the armor. Yeah, that's what I was saying. The, the plate eats it. But if no, it's gotta, I'm saying. If it's got to be more than I'm that. You don't want him to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's got to be that, then. Uh, then he 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 twist twists to the side just enough time for him to just knock a plate that goes flying off, oh, but misses contact. And as uh, 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 yeah, and as the the arm just like goes to full extension forward, palm out, Mock can see just uh, uh, what, what would it look like. Darkening 
necrotic energy. He just sees dark necrotic energy just burst out from uh, from the white's hand and dissipate into the air as the white <laughs> then pulls its hand back. All of his motions are like slow and then just lightning fast in a moment and then slow again. That's really that like oil vein's hand? Yeah, that little no. bit of uh, uh, no. a plate that got knocked off is now looks like it's like hundreds of centuries old. Oh, yeah, it's, it's just like half rusted and kind of like it hits the ground and just like yeah. almost just turns into like iron dust. Greg is. Uh, it notably dust. does not uh, resemble uh, oil, oil vein's hand in any way. Thank you. The, the look of this necrotic energy and, and what Thank oil vein's got going. There's, there's not a similarity. Are like doing anything else? That is the white soul turn. Baron's cramp corn scale. Oh, it's Baron. Do you have to maintain concentration on the turn end? Uh it's not a concentration that I have that word. This it's, one's it's a not nasty spell. Bullet. It's a class effect. Let's bring them down. Um Turn the next one. Uh Baron reaches out his head and says, Moradin, burn this abomination! Uh uh this is uh yeah, Sacred Flame. That's, Light that's him it. Up. Light him so, uh, DC 15 saving throw. On uh, white? Oh, yep. he passes. Oh, what what kind? Are... Radiant. No, what kind of saving throw? Will. Wisdom. Okay, yeah, he does. Uh, he saves easily. Oh, no. Uh, flash of divine radiance illuminates the, the white's area. Um, oh, his but, area is illuminated? Well, no, so, like, the space oh, no. he's in, like, there's a brief illuminate that gets brighter, but uh, manages to dodge out of the way. I was imagining like a satellite laser. It's like a little circle, and it like tries to focus in and out, and goes like flash. Flash in the pan. Do you move at all or anything? No. Card clambers over the corner of the of the altar here, and the cross. Actually, no, it was the orc body's gone now. Actually. So. Starts clambering up the legs of this foul beast uh, who has been damaged, correct? You've done a little bit yes. of damage to him? Okay. Uh, I believe so, yes. Uh, yeah. And starts nipping all over at him. No damage on your side? No, it was a miss. Sorry. Ooh! Oh, that is. Wow. Party? Nice little crit, little crit action. Uh, crit, What's going on? Right there. Eight, 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 um, eight, yeah, so that's, uh, yeah, give me, get some d6s around here, around these parts. Someone had matching a uh, 46. Oh, yeah, so I got that. You had that? I do. Oh, okay. There you go. Thank you. Oh, the DM's dice are all oh! going Negative energy. Uh, yeah, this is a solid. They just go right up, and he's got these jerky kind of strong movements. But um, <laughs> I like the pyramid. Pile of dice. And that sticks okay. on top quite nice. We, yeah, is that, that yeah, yeah, that's legal? legal. Okay. Just move it. And it was hiding a five. All right, so we got 12. Wow, we got that's, that's, that's a brutal damage. 22. Oh, it's a double. Right, double. 22, uh, 25, 28, uh, yeah, 33, 35. 35, always a type of piercing damage. Piercing damage. And what kind of attack is this? Is your beetle form attack? And they just crawl all over him. Now he's a white beetle form attack. Beetles, and they just crawl all over him. Now he's a white beetle form attack. Okay, hang on. Hang on. 35. Piercing damage. And what kind of attack is this? Is your beetle form attack? Beetle flesh, man. Hang on. So, unlike the ogres, where these beetles are actually just able to bite into the bone, just taking chunks of bone away as the beetles climb up on this white, they are finding the bone to be as hard as steel as they are trying to bite 
in. They just can't get purchased most of the time, despite it being a crit, which does, which is uh, uh, really good. They find some like weak spots, but it is hard to get through. You so hear that thirty-five is indeed a miracle. Seventeen. Seventeen. Wow. That uh, yeah, you hear the, uh, the hissing noise of uh, of beetles as they are struggling, like gripping on them and like wiggling their whole bodies or flapping their wings that, uh, that don't really work. Uh, and that is it. Now he's on that guy. Still the exact noise. Skelly. What's your head shaver made out of? Skelly. It's made, it's silvered in fact. Good to know. That's its, uh... Oh, just good to know. Critical to know. Thank you. Oh, good. Good to know. Critical to know. Mechanically, that was a me- silvered. Thing. Mechanically, I silvered it with using the silverware we found. Oh, in, yeah, uh, that's right. In uh, the Citadel. Dodging. And you hit this guy. I did hit this guy. Gonna have to retcon just slightly. Okay. When Mock originally had attacked him, it sliced through. Uh, it sliced in and cut past that bone like it was nothing. Ah. You get your four damage back, but I took away. Well, you only did eight damage. Yeah, I only did eight. <clears throat> I would be exactly right. Yeah, uh, and it being it being massively crafted, but simply mundane silver. There's no like visible effects or like booming no, fireworks. Yeah, it doesn't like. But but the creature itself is what maybe yeah. reacts a little bit surprised or pain. His look down when he had looked down and looked up. At first, it seemed like <laughs> arrogance, but then you see it was a look of very subdued surprise. Uh, he does not even look at uh, the skeleton. That big ogre skeleton with his club is just continuing, he, despite the uh, his white ally, you presume. Um, white you know, ally. embroiled in combat, he is just like backing up, he's, sort he's of keeping his club at the ready. Kick Quillbane, fair job. Looking as scared as a skull with no muscles can look. Yeah. Oh, Lane pops out. <laughs> <laughs> just a chattering a little faster. Uh, 21 to hit with a fireball. Uh, to the white, yes. Yeah. To the white. Easily. To the left. To the left. What is that? Eight. Eight. 14 what damage. 14, what kind of damage? Fire damage. 14, fire damage. The fire strikes him and engulfs. <laughs> That one fire. Bear job. Bear job. Get that flank. Get that flank. Yeah, that was my goal. 15, 20. Flanky. Hot. And you don't have to worry about the other guy. Uh, He's not going to do nothing. He he can't take any reaction attacks and he can't do anything. He's. Oh, the skeleton guy? Yeah. Yeah. He's back. Okay, so she's. You want to drop your pants and. Yeah. Now, now tell me this. Do I have to draw my shield? And my sword one as separate things. Yeah, correct. You can one one interaction item per uh, per turn. Mm. It's why getting caught in a combat unexpected combat situation is is uh, it yeah, carries right. penalties. Well, she'll pull out her shield then. Of course. Oh god. Uh, <laughs> okay. okay, and then she will do uh, an unarmed strike. With what? How does he hit her? How's he trying to hit him? How's she trying to hit him? With the shield. With the shield. Oh, Bam! Yeah, improvised oh, weapon? Oh, I love that. Yes, I do. Very nice. Oh, I don't roll. I mean, you can <laughs> roll. Yeah. You it's not going to do you much good, but... Uh, well, it's not the roll. It's just roll. Attacks. Attack. There it is. Every roll is a roll in and of itself. Yeah. Yay! Good. Because um, you got advantage, too, so you can roll 20... again for a crit. Roll again for a crit. What? 
You have advantage. You get to do two dice. Oh, Might as well over a crit. Nope, that's a one. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> um, the first so that one was fifteen was plus one. seven, which is twenty. Yeah, twenty will hit. Five. Twenty-five so. will hit him. Um. Okay. So that's a one d four plus four. Ah. four. Oh, that's yeah. nice. That feels good. That's an eight. eight. Is it uh, eight? Eight bludgeoning. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he is also and resistant against And then we will bludgeoning. attempt a grapple, because why not? Nice. What do you do with your whites? Squeeze them. Bleach them. Usually bleach them. But, bleach em, you know, it's good. Hot water. Typically. Hot, hot water. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so we're going to... Attempt to grapple. And that's a... What kind of maneuver? As you bash him with Athletics. the shield, he turns his head... Uh, he does that fast movement of his head, just like... Just Does like a quarter like turn to the Does right. It go no, it's a, like, no, it's a quarter turn to the right, so he can see you and mop ahead of him. And uh, is this as, also an advantage? Roll? No. Do I get to have it. Oh. As Bearjaw moves in. Uh, all right. Oh, I did not roll well. That's not good. Um, where's athletics on here? There it is. Plus seven. That's a ten. A total of ten. Is it ten? Is that a minus six? It's a 17, in fact. Uh, it's, oh, wow. not, it's not the, the strength or technique that trips up Bearjaw. It's that, fast? it's that unexpected movement. It's not, it's not even the fact that he's fast. It's the, fa- it's the fact that you don't know when he's going to be rabbit. fast. It's very jerky. So as she, like, as she comes in for an, for an expert hold, he, like, it's purchasing at first, leading her to like tighten the grip as he just does this move which like throws her off and just stumbles her back. Very explosive. But I'm still there. Oh, you're still there. You're still there. You still got, you still uh, hit him hard. He is, um... So she just has her shield out. He is, uh, 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 he is unsteady, despite being fast. Like he's got, uh, he's got bits of his uh, arm is like torn off. Where you and bashed he's covered him? In beetles. Where you bashed him in the back? Uh, uh, it left an indent in his back, but it's just <laughs> still there. And the yeah, beetles are awesome. swarming more. Rear cavity. His rear cavity Drusten. is going to be explored Drusten. by Drusten us later. remembers discovering this spell. That was not in the cairn yard to the modern Gauntlebrim, but the cairn yard to the dwarves who lived there. Centuries and centuries ago. Now it still possessed the magic that kept grave robbers from stealing the treasures of the cairns, even though those cairns had long ago crumbled to dust. And he rings it again at the white. Wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving throw on the white. Man, That'll be a man. 20. That's a bummer. Yep. Uh, no effect. No effect. He senses that... No His head idea. just shoots to Drewston and shoots <laughs> back. <laughs> His eyes pointing right at, like, they're flames for the eyes, but you can still tell, like any animal, you can tell when it's looking at you. He takes I five feel like the step. head just keeps moving and the body yeah. hasn't moved at all. Yeah. 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 He takes a five-foot step back yeah. to avoid <laughs> I was making, like, a cartoonish, like, Barja hits Mock. him with a shield, right. and the skull goes, <laughs> You dead booger. <laughs> Leave this place of dwarfs. Uh, all right, so here's first attack. Oh. Combine seven. So will uh, will thirteen hit? Nothing to do with will. I got confused. No, I'm sorry. Will sorry. 13. Uh, will thirteen. Thirteen is a no. Okay. Let's add this. Uh, how about twenty-one? T- yes, twenty-one <laughs> will hit. 
Great. That was a swing. Yeah, I got a plus eight. I got an eight on my on my on my add oh, dice. Nice. Okay. Second attack. I don't understand any of his mechanics. He basically just gets to keep rolling dice until he hits. That's the fine. As far as I can tell, that's how he works. Maximum dice rolling. Fighter feature. If you miss, just keep rolling. Exactly. Or use Baron's bonus dice that he always gives me all the time. More dice, more dice. It'll fix every problem. Uh, second one is 22 versus AC. That'll hit. That'll hit. And then this is the bludgeoning third attack, which is a 25. Holy crap. Got them all. Yep, you got all all hit. Okay, first, first damage one at a time. So that's going to be seven. No, six. Six, uh, six silver seven. damage. Six, six silver slashing damage. damage. Uh, that's a That's a, a big old six. Second one will be. Okay. You can keep rolling if you want, but you're gonna kill him, so you can narrate this however you want. Perfect. But well, which, which hit kills him though? It's the second time. The second one. Snack. The second one was ten damage, and a big old snack. As basically, uh, again, seeing the effectiveness of that silvered blade on his bones just takes away his legs with the first one hobbles him at the ankle and then losing losing balance and kind of skittering mock waits just hesitates for that second waiting for that crazy response and before he teeters over there's that quick like the like the lord marshal in in chronicles of riddick he kind of like snaps back to the last second but mock's waiting for that very reaction and he just goes he goes he goes Head, head to navel and just slices right down the whole bone structure, crumbling him. The silver blade cutting through his bone like it's nothing. Blood. Bone butter. Really cutting through his so bone bad. like um, just a pile of bones. Bearjaw gives you an approving nod. Yeah, from the Thank splitting you. From the other body. side of yeah. the splitting body. Just, hey. Nicely done. The white teeth are all yours, Bearjaw. Not even one, one more to go. This one has yours. As, uh, hang on. Get it. As, uh... Get some. As the white drops, lifeless, cut in two... In twain. A bit of silence falls over the room, just for an instant. That little fucker over there. The, and, uh, uh, you know, you're all still moving, moving your gazes to the skeleton, who's just... As he's, like, backing into the wall, and you hear his bones just sort of... Scraping against the stone. Scraping against the stone behind him as he's trying to get away. I mean, we're talking... This is 20 seconds into the 60-second effect. Um, uh, Baron, you are are next to react. Uh... No, let it go, let it go. I'll... I'll... I mean, I think we're just gonna... Bear... There's evil undead in a secret place. They need to be eliminated. Must destroy. Secret or sacred place? Sacred, sacred, sacred. I thought you said secret. No, no, sacred. Undead are usually in secret places. Sacred flame. Dex, dex 15. Dex 15, yeah. Sacred flame. So, Morden! Burn my... Enemies. My single he enemy. Gets a 13. <laughs> hey! Aww. There you go. Minus, minus one. He's got a minus one. Nice. That's gonna be. Now you don't have to roll it. It's just. Uh, my friend of me. Well, you can't. You can if you want. It's just gonna kill him. You nailed it. Sweet. Gotcha. I, I, I wasn't aware. That's a lot of hit points. There's still some damage you do to test. That would take some damage. Yeah, but if you guys played smart, Baron and Scrim would just ready till Oil Vein attacks him, and then you guys would get like eight attacks before his next turn, and he's dead. So. We are yes! hand waving it away. Yes, we're hand waving it. And Baron can get the kill because he's next. Uh, that's what, I Dan that's what uh, Mock should have done. That's what Mock was trying to talk to Dan, and you wouldn't let Eric talk to Dan. Uh, um, I needed to hear it from no. Baron. 
I was talking no, no, to Eric. No. no, no, that's what Mock should have done. You did damage to the white right before his turn. He already yeah. opportunity attacked. Oh, the, oh, the no, white. The no, white. He oh, yeah, yeah. no, he did not. Well, so, yes, saying is yes I should have done it then, and I was trying to talk about it earlier. Gotcha. The skeleton was never feared, so there was no advantage to doing it in on dance turn. I was, I was talking about the point of it. I was talking we about Metacombin. Baron, with sort of an inspired uh, flash from his god, uh, this attack burns a little brighter than it normally does, as uh, perhaps yeah. imbued by the uh, latent holiness of this place as uh, okay. the radiant fire just, extra just effective. burns its bones to ash. Mm. Burns its bones. Yes. It does not collapse in a pile of bones. It, it just... Blows against the wall and ground as ash just. Oh. That puts Baron at the top of the chain, followed by Ballpark. Just Who's Ballpark? Is that Mock? Who do you think Ballpark is? Yeah, that's of course mock. that's Mock. I mean, who else says Someone such in a the ball 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 Slashes and perfect circle. Oh. You know, I dappled ball the first skeleton. Really? Did you? Yeah. Okay, I, fine. I you can sent use one up. So bad. Drewson! Bear toss at the bottom. Skitters forward before Bear Toss can get a chance and grabs the ogre skull of the one that he had reduced to bones. Uh, oh! Oh! Oh, awesome! The one that he reduced to bones? Yeah. Okay, not the There is silence Bear in the room. Bear doesn't take issue with that. That's nice. As the GM right. realizes. Nothing. The GM realizes nothing. Ties uh, the little. Uh, little, little roll 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 nothing. The eye sockets and just puts it over his shoulder. Yes. Don't touch the body. Yeah. Nothing happens. I'll think it might. We all saw the dice. He might be cursed? 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 What is cursed? The body. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, yeah. Oh, it looks tell like me, giant. tell me again. What we're looking at here. So there were the skeletons. There was the undead orc. There's and a there's dwarf a, in plate mail. A dwarf in plate mail, just like lying on the altar. So first off, like a grave. Drusen is well versed in history, especially tombs. So it's right up on Krunjakar. Everything you know, bigger than that library or whatever he found. Uh, he wants to see if he recognizes by the sigils, runes, and decorations on the armor. If he recognizes who this dwarf is, you know, the heraldry or whatever. The plate mail is, uh, it does indeed, while it, it's scratched off, it's, it is, uh, 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 it is, no it small is, task. it is desecrated. Uh, um, his, his plate mail has a scratching and you see orc, uh, uh, orc runes and, uh, things just all Blurred over it. was Paint, here. Uh, stained in blood and ink, uh, uh yeah. in fact, uh, Abek, didn't Abek teach you all about the, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. the, the paint that they make? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, um, so there's that um, uh, all over the plate mail, but while while scratched and desecrated, it's still plain to see, and uh, and this plate mail is emblazoned with uh, with the symbols of Durgeddon and Kunjakar. Durgeddon. So Durgeddon, what? Drusen obviously remembers everything about Durgeddon. But for the listener, <laughs> Durgeddon is was the guy. He's the smith. the legendary smith. The legendary smith. Yeah, he's, he's the and, one and, and the founder of this place, right? I, the, I, yeah, he's the yeah. leader of yeah. so, this place. He was, he was the one that this is the body. Of it's a uh, 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 leadership in dwarven culture. You know, has a particular way. So yeah. he's got the symbols of of, of Kunjakar, the symbols of uh, of their 
their clan uh, that they had, you know, that had fled to this place. So the Kunjakar is sort of a new symbol that represents this place. You've been seeing it throughout. Uh, uh, and a sort of uh, a personalized sigil that uh, represents Durgedon himself, which you could easily piece together from the other carvings, you know, like this place is, you know, the, the, there's, there, you've seen carvings telling the story of the dwarves coming to this place, sure. led by... That's right, it. it's like Christopher yeah. Columbus across America. You see three boats, and you see one man, and it's Christopher yeah. Columbus. Cousin uh, Mark? Both, both sad and happy news. What have you found? We, saw, we stand in the presence of a legend here. Desecrated though he is, here lie the remains of Durgadin. Founder of Kurunjakar. Mark says, Oh, Durgadin himself, we found it. And he immediately draws closer to, uh... Who speaks Orc? Me! Baron as well. You too. I, I do not. No. You do have your spell cast? No, because I'm not. Please, So Baron's right up there with you guys, right? So he can read the room. Come so I'm cutting in before short. you do so anything, no, please, so please. he can read it. Please. Yeah. Um, um, and I can't read it. along <laughs> on the altar, on the side, it says, uh, Here the maker of death is chained. May he gnaw on his own hate until the sun dies and all things end. What? In Orc. God, that's maker oh, that's yeah. orcish writing. Yes, that is orcish writing. As, as it says, the, the here the maker of death is chained. May he gnaw on his own hate until the sun dies and all things end. Oh no! Can we save him? Um, what's the condition of this or of this dwarf's body? Desecrated? No, no. Like, is this a skeleton? It is. Um. Uh. uh Modified uh, or decomposed? Dried. I actually thought it was a sarcophagus. Desiccated. No, he's lying on top. Oh, it is. is he it's altar? like an altar. This is, is like a religious altar, and he's just lying on top of the altar. You know what it is? Okay, so it is. Um, it is a grisly thing. Um, uh, something that you may have heard stories of, but not seen. It's a form of. Uh, a, a type of preservation that the orcs do to their most hated enemies Ooh, in that he is not fully decomposed there there's a there's a, a part of him that remains but it's not pretty it's not it's not like uh, you know mummification which is which is meant to honor the dead this is a this is a different sort of thing it's as if it is meant to decay in the most grisly way imaginable while still re, still looking like itself uh, so that any you know any Anyone that knew him or loved him would look upon it and be horrified, and and it would strike that fear. And this is what, you know, it, it's He's a process still, that the orc shamans uh, would do to those uh, to those bodies. And it's still it's still advancing clearly. Yeah. Is yeah. there a way to reverse the effects upon him, cousin Bear? Uh, Can we resecrate the body? Resecrate the body? I mean, it's not subtle magic. The runes around this are definitely some sort of orcish curse. Yeah. Uh, not at this moment I'd have to prepare. I'm assuming I'd have to use a remove curse spell. Yeah, that's why I said curse. When we come yeah. back then, <laughs> yeah. let us mark this rune in our memories. No matter what happens with the assassins and anything else, we shall come back here to consecrate this rune and I, secure their garden soul for the right this afterlife. orcish filth desecrating this place, uh, it ill suits me. I would see this place restored. Mark continues to. Albeck says, uh, hashtag not all orcs. <laughs> what? Well, name's right there. Oh, shit. 
That's my grandpappy. Draws close to examine the armor. I mean, this oh, yeah. is this is. But be careful! It's cursed. The offer. Well, you say it's cursed. What does that mean? I don't know. Uh, you would have to spend some time with yeah. us to understand the, the full more. nature of the curses. What you can tell, what is obvious, is that it's probably not just one. This is. I mean, his armor, his body is is cut, and uh, and the altar itself. It, it looks like there might be layers of curses on here. Probably many of them wouldn't have even lasted this long and have since expired, but without mm. time to study it and understand it, um, the, there's no telling. You know, the, the, so, what, what is clear as day is that the orcs hated yeah. this guy. They spent time and a lot of effort to do this. Bring him down and to make him suffer. In fact, this, this, this white, this, this orc guardian oh, yeah. clearly Placed to uh, uh, to prevent anyone from from disturbing it in its state. Can I finish though? Yes. Thank yeah, you. Mark. No, no, no. I'm just because I want to respect the Titan, but oh, I was in the middle. Gotcha. In the middle of my thing. So um, he's cautioned by his by his cousins, uh, but unable unable to just like let this go. He's right here, right? Mock, uh, you know, anchors his jeweler's glass and approaches as close as he dares. Which is to say, he does not touch the body, but he draws close and kind of to the point where you can smell some of the musty and, and kind of uh, fetid decay of of, uh, of the corpse. Um, to yeah, and and, and, a, and a great sorrow comes over him. Here is somebody who, I mean, it just doesn't take a genius to kind of if it's repeated all like you know the maker of death it doesn't take a genius to read into like here's a master craftsman who has brought war upon the orcs. To a degree where they would rise up against him in this way, and he just—he's there, saddened from the fate of his, of his fellow craftsmen, but also just drawn to his uh, his armor to see what would what would a dwarf like this don going into battle. It is a plate mail of considerable craftsmanship. I mean. Even through the even through the desecration, it is uh, the, the level of craftsmanship here is, I would say, unlike Mock has ever seen. Um, and you know, it's it's perhaps heartbreaking to Mock to to only get to see it in this in this form because it, it is it is damaged now. It is it is it would take a lot of work to restore it to be battle ready. It's yeah, it's, yeah. it's ruined. Um, yeah. But ruined. but you can see in the areas where where it's not you know where it's not torn and cut yeah. uh, uh, to the degree that one can. It is uh, uh, you know the the carvings in it that you can see are such an intricate uh, uh, and, and the amount of storytelling that is in every square inch of this plate mail. You like at first it looks like you notice the main symbols that Drusen was looking at to identify, but then you realize that in the areas that look like smooth metal, as you look closer, there is a there is a carving so subtle that there are more stories being told in the blank area. This is this is an armor that uh, uh, that tells the whole story of of his people and uh, and who he was, and that the 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 metal working and the fine hand needed to do this is not just someone practiced with a fine hand that. Being able to get metal to do that and not fall apart, being able to add things to it without disrupting the previous things, that speaks to the uh, the, the, the level of being one with the metal 
uh, that is, you know, what Mock has strived his entire life to be able to do. I mean, Mock's a jewel crafter primarily, but yeah. that level of craftsmanship in general. Yeah, absolutely. It's the divert. I mean, very much in contrast to the Dwerger work in the yes. other in the other room, right? Like in half of it, half of this is practical, right? Just like the strength of it, like again, the durability of the welds, the smoothness that things would uh, would would uh, be able, like again, the, the the joints, the coverage, all of that, and. Half of it is like the elegant lines, just the overall style. You know, it's you know, it's it's the ability. You know, they say the the best artists like Jackson Pollock could draw like a camera, right? The ability to represent things both clearly and in abstraction, like the talents and the, and the use of metals and alloys. Some that Mox doesn't even really recognize, and he's just like he's he's, he's overcome. He's overcome by the time and the skill and just the, uh, the yeah, just the execution of something that's truly beautiful. It, it, he's inspired in, in the most crushing way, and he, he has to turn. He has to turn from it, and he can't. He cannot linger longer, or it would it would really bring him down. Even even the short time he looks at it, it's it's not just. You know what what enters Mock's mind is that it doesn't just seem highly skilled. It seems impossible. It's like, you know, he knows what metal does when you carve it in this particular way, and the. The unseen, like that you know, the, the 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 unseen, you know, or the trouble. What we would today know as the as the chemical bonds to get inside this, it. To get like, the fact you have to heat it in a certain way, which means you can't put this next to it. Yeah, it's because just, it would compromise the things around the it. The proximity of these things, yeah. they just seem like everything that Mach knows about metalworking and the way this stuff works. It, it seems like it should not, be, literally, wouldn't Secret. be possible. To the untrained eye, it's like, wow, that's really nice. To the trained eye, it's like this what should, this fuck? is not possible. How do yeah. you do this? It's yeah. the kind of thing that someone <laughs> yeah. would sketch and bring to him to ask him to craft. And he would have to explain to them the reason that it's here's, here's literally impossible yeah. to do this, but here's how we could get everything you want in a different way. You know, that's what a, you can take these directions. That's what a creative does, right? Yeah, yeah, it exactly. works, works with the spec. But this is a guy that could take those impossible requests and do it. It's it's outlandish. It's humbling. Outlandish and humbling. Well said. Okay, cool. Uh, all right, he's got his Titan down. Uh, Dan, Scrimcorn. Yeah. You hear ah, ah, coughing. It's sputtering uh, as uh, as you guys are kind of inspecting this stuff, and you look back and cleaning something out of his ear, wiping it on his cloak. You're not beetles. Um, uh, <clears throat> this is true. I notice as well. And uh, he uh, and he, he doesn't respond to that. He just looks around and uh, and perhaps maybe to your to your surprise, he he looks uh, he looks he looks unhappy at, at this sight. And uh, and just says, <clears throat> it's, a, "It's a damned shame. It's a damned waste." This is. Uh, <clears throat> I think I think your dwarven gods are uh, nothing compared to the witches, but this is uh, no no icon with followers so dedicated should should be suffering this uh, these acts of cruelty for, at the hands of the orcs. This is uh, do the depraved, depraved acts. Agreed, very depraved. <clears throat> do the do the Dwergar have any respect for the true Dwarven gods? Do they even recognize Moradin? Do they have uh, interactions with the orcs? That's a good question. Um, that uh, it brings up a metagame thing that sure. I'm waiting for an opportunity to bring up. Um, it comes from my Anscrims. Curiosity. Yeah, I just, this is a super quick note uh, that I want to say, and, and to those of you that uh, have been with us since uh, season one, this should come as no surprise, uh, but I plan on taking great liberties in the, uh, in the 
the Forgotten Realms established more, mm, sure. uh, being that I have read zero of the novels, sure. uh, nice. and have barely even skimmed nice. the books. I basically read the bits that I like, I'll read stuff from Greyhawk and pick that one I like it. I mean, Aurora was a paladin to Bahamut, who is not a god in Forgotten Realms. So, the most um, learned of us knows very little. Like, yes. none, none of us are so, scholars in this. And so, the lore that does exist is too deep to know, frankly. Yes, so, I, I only say that to, uh, uh, to say, if for a question like this, I might, uh, tell you what your character knows about a question such as that, which may differ from what a Forgotten Realms Thanks, uh, oh. uh, campaign supplement might say, because yeah. I have begun, I have I have established significant secret Excellent. lore in the world here. Excellent. Uh, is, this a, is this such a crossroads? I feel like that would only, that would, well, you yeah. uh, Baron, I doubt it, but Baron has studied in religion. Yeah, we can so he's familiar with the know. Dwarven Pantheon, and he's familiar with the Dwarven parts of the Pantheon that the Dwergar worship, and he also is familiar with the god of the orcs and who they worship because he knows the Morden and Grumish are like mortal, mortal enemies, and so yeah. He knows the story of the Dwergar. Um, how studied is he in such things? Ancient Dwarven uh, religious history. Would you say he is expert level or just well studied? Let me see. Um, he's not a bookworm, frankly. Great. The Dwarf World is an important part of Montalgrim history. So you may be expert level. You might be. Especially because he was in the... So then what I'm going to do is I'm going to say what Baron knows and then... Baron knows a lot of the theology, less of the history. Okay. If that makes sense. Baron knows that the the story is that the the Dwergar were once a were once a dwarven clan a long time ago, but that they had uh, that they had abandoned their uh, they had abandoned Morden, and that they had decided to dig too deeply and too greedily, and that what happened to them as a result of that was Morden's punishment to them. Uh, uh, that it is, it is pretty well known that the Dwergar had a massive war with the Mind Flayers and that the Mind Flayers changed them into what they are now. Enslaved them for many Enslaved years. Enslaved them for many years, uh, did experiments on them and turned them into what they are. Mm-hmm. And uh, when they came out the other end of that and eventually um, somehow... Do, Overthrew their masters. Baron doesn't know the details of it, but no. when, they, when they eventually um, uh, came free... There were no open arms to welcome them, for they had uh, they had they had caused this to themselves, and they were, uh, you know, dwarves. Don't see them as dwarves. They are a, they are a different thing. They are a they are a wrong thing, uh, and it was it they're was they're not kin. So that's what Baron does. I want Baron to tell that to Scrimcorn, and then I'm gonna say what Drustin might decide to chime in in Drustin's way. All right. Um... The relationship between orcs and dwarves and dwergar and dwarves. Orcs and dwarves are just enemies. Old foes. No no, no bones about it. Moradin hates Grumish. Orcs worship Grumish. Dwarves worship Moradin. I've picked up that subtle hints of that in your guys' interaction. So it's not not a whole lot of uh, subtlety there. Dwergar, uh, perhaps a sadder tale... They were a clan of dwarves who uh, who abandoned the teachings of Morden and uh, fell deep and down and were altered by foul magics in the Underdark and somehow they resurfaced, changed and twisted and 
Uh, I suppose rightly so for their folly. But it's more like a, a family member who's been lost or turned away, but, uh, I don't know, turned into an abomination or something. So there's, there's a bit of a sadness there always, but still at the same time they're foul creatures and can't do much with Very them. little left of dwarves in them, I'd aye, say. Aye. Is it a fair punishment? By Drustin might pipe in with the answer to that yeah, question. Yeah. So Drustin Fair punishment for their Drustin um always the one to being a bit more of a bookworm than uh, a bit more of a bookworm. A lover than of goblins Baron. and nice and, and, and someone that you know likes to, goblins? Someone that likes yeah. to uh, sort of peek into these uh, old sealed uh, chambers, read some deep dark secrets and tell everyone about it. Um, <laughs> Do you have a knowledge? Knowledge, knowledge belongs to the people. Drustin has, you know, he's made it a note to, to, to learn things about it. And there is a particular commonly studied and debated uh, part of Dwergar history that is really only... This doesn't fall so much in the... Uh, uh, this this sort of knowledge doesn't usually end up. I'm saying it wrong. What am I trying to say? Is it not part of popular culture? It's not part of popular culture, and it is Common not knowledge? part of what the the priests of Moradin would care to study. This is more like um, theologists, like yeah. those that want to study where they came from in a in a religious sense. That can actually be a tad blasphemous sure. to the actual priests. Baron's focus yeah. is going to be more like the official. Doctrinal stories and teachings. Yes. It's less of an academic study of whatever all that stuff. Where did yeah. the evidence bring so, us? And what, yeah. what are we? What else have we heard? That's he, what I was he's not much for. of a Jesuit, if that. In that yeah. Sense. So that's what I was looking for. Is the more like the academic yeah. study of the history of Morden and the Dwarven people and all the rest um, expands on this story, and it's, it's a very commonly among these circles a very commonly sort of talked about and debated part of Dwergar history, which tells the, the, the makes the causes a bit different. And this is what Drustin has has read and seen and even had the pleasure to, to, to talk and debate with yeah, some his before his exile. Often a part of these debates about the theology and these rich kind of debates to find a true way through these weird kind of uh, uh, illogical parts of the dwarven religious history. And what he um, and what, what these debates would talk about is the, the clan Dwergar, um, before they had dug too deep, was that it was not them that chose to dig too deep, but that the very mind flares and this elder brain, uh, uh, an extraordinarily dangerous psychic creature of the Underdark that had cast a psychic hold, for they were below the dwarven, uh, the dwarven citadel of, uh, of Clan Dwergar, and had basically called them down, and the dwarves, despite themselves, dug down and down and down in this, this psychic command over them. They would leave those that couldn't keep digging and mining and seeking more riches uh, uh, the, the, the weak uh, would get left behind and die and they would just leave them where they fell because they went down and what this caused was a was a selected group of only the strongest a most, purification uh, a purification of the Dwergar purification by some standards of the Dwergar uh, of the Dwergar what clan for. and uh, and that it was all part of the trap of this elder brain and its army of mind flayers uh, and then they were indeed then it fits in more nicely to the uh, to the more commonly told story of them being enslaved and experimented on by the mind flayers 
Uh, the tale that, that is also less spoken of among the, the priests of Morden is that the Dwergar found a champion among their midst uh, named Ladeguer, who, um, who rose up as a leader among the enslaved Dwergar and who underwent uh, a great uh, underwent a great trial and journey to gain the power needed to uh, to, defeat. To, to defeat the mind flayers and save his people and he went even into the uh, into the nine hells to beg the devils there for the power that he needed because he was not getting none of them were getting anything from Morden from their gods from any of their dwarven gods and so he went to the nine hells got the power they needed overthrew the mind flayers and then when they returned to the surface they they wanted to join back with their dwarven brethren but that the uh, the priests of Moradin and the religious leaders uh, um, cast them out and said that they were it, they had betrayed Moradin by uh, by ignoring his will and by digging deep and did not believe their story of uh, of psychic control and this sent them far away underground and it created the divide and created this divide. The divide and Ladiguer now elevated to uh, the power of a god for he was successful in his uh, in his quest um, swore vengeance on Morden and the dwarves and the uh, and the dwergar have been at uh, at you know at war at eternal war uh, since yeah. and the way uh, Drusen explains this and, and just from yeah. our perspective I see it kind of gone to the ground it's almost this like Israel like it is a, a, a retaken city. It was a dwarven master city that had been taken over by generations of Illithids, Drow, Dragar, and uh, Drusin's parents' generation were the ones who went with Brunar, battled Hammer, Hammer and reclaimed Gontelgrim. And so he was one of the first born in Gontelgrim, and thus was held on a very high pedestal of expected behavior. But he says, uh, uh, my, my parents' generation, they fought against the Dwergar. More often than not, the Dwergar were slaves to the Illithids and Drow. Uh, they were sad things. As soon as an Illithid slave master was slain, the Dwergar would fall uh, lifeless in mind, but not in body. There were many debates of what to do with these mind slaves. Uh, put them out of their misery, enslave them ourselves, uh, release them in the wild to have uh, Moradin's will taken out on them. Um, the truth was, it was never decided. Uh, different sides of the families did different things to them. But my father, he was always affected by this. He would host debates, you know, he was a librarian, and he would host debates on different interpretations of the holy way. Uh, my father actually wanted to reach out to the Dwergar clan and try to find a way to work together. But there were others in Dontogrim, far more conservative, who would never reach out, never reach out to the, uh, to the Dwergar. I mean, to be fair, I mean, the atrocities, whatever ill has been done in the far distant past, recent memories, there's plenty of atrocities to point to committed by the Dwergar to give them no trust, in my opinion. But perhaps they'd say the same about us, cousin. Sure. I've killed dozens myself under Sizdil Akbar. They're they're constantly coming for our cities, coming for our families. It's it's the blood of good dwarves that holds the enemy at bay, whether it be orc or goblin, and just as often Dwergar. I ask because I'm surprised that a group so closely related and with such history 
would leave a desecrated altar with undead and orc white uh, who's to say a hundred feet away from him it just seems what would the, the drow do uh, at an elder's altar and he he, he he looks over at Oilvane I mentioned because it hasn't been talked about though it's clear Oilvane has drow, drow history or drow genetics that's true you guys have a bit of a contention yourselves from what I understand drow and elves of don't really get along yeah, you have a human uh, father in common but I imagine your mothers probably wouldn't chat much <laughs> <laughs> well I've always kind of lived in the in between so it's I don't really have any special love for the drow my opinion of humans is getting a bit lower as we go on <laughs> but I'd say so that, say we are I wouldn't be surprised if uh, I think my, my accent's trying to scarlet um I wouldn't be surprised, you know, one way or the other. It's all these old hatreds, they've been around forever. So, you know, I'm pretty sure if I was around, whatever, Elvish God, or if it drow around him, they wouldn't treat very kindly. And vice versa, too. I don't don't have any connection to the, the gods of the Wood Elves. My mother dying in childbirth with no assistance from, from Ted. Bit. A handful of kind words about her from him, which really just also serves to lower my opinion of the humans as well. But, uh. <clears throat> yeah. Have you but, spent time with many elves? I can't say I have much myself. Uh, they're, uh. just as prideful and squabbling as uh, every other race I've bumped into. Albeck pokes his head in and says, Uh, my mother died in childbirth as well. We got something in common. He's got a big smile on his face. Yeah, it's a, it's a great note to bond over. He says, uh, yeah, we should talk about that more later, maybe. I think we're close cousins. If, uh, if such an amazing relic is here, this is the kind of thing that Adric might not want us to know about. Not necessarily this, but could there be something close? Mock looks around at the walls. I, is there anything that we see? I know it's been a lot damaged. Is, like, is, there any, is there any clue to be found here on the artwork that we see here at the graveside of the leader? Anything about like jewelry making? I mean, this doesn't look like a workshop. Or a vault, or like any special kind of mighty creation or masterwork. Yeah, looking around this place. Let's get a little timekeeper in here. I'm going to yeah, call yeah. that 20 minutes Ooh, of uh, looking at the altar and, the, and, the, noise? and the subject. Oh, yeah. And I'm ready for that roaring noise. Actually, that roaring noise should have happened right when we finished the fight. Well, it's not every 20 minutes. It just happened. If it was oh, it every 20 minutes. There were two, and they were separated by 20 minutes. If it was separated by 20 more minutes, if it follows the pattern that has been set. How long has it been since the last war? Uh, 20 minutes. 20 minutes before the 20 minutes. So it's been you just, 30 total. So... How, much, how long now? The, another 30 minutes? 40 minutes. minutes it's been exactly 40 minutes? Yeah. Yeah, you do hear it now. <laughs> not at the 20 minute mark, but now. Can I make my <laughs> Yes, you can it You can drop not... what you were doing, like stop paying attention to Scrimcorn and Avek talking about their dead mothers. Hey, and, I'm talking to you! And, uh, yeah, you hear, feel another, like, low-level rumble. It's a little quieter here. You're further away from this area. It's not terribly surprising. The rushing river is... I have had this forever, and I've never used it, and I can't remember to use it in combat. So I'm using my inspiration! You have inspiration. All right, go for it. months ago. 
Yeah, I just used my own whatever because I never remembered either. Uh, 14 and 4. So that's worth it. Uh, so that is going to be a total of. For, uh, sorry, I've been searching around. Uh, 17 total. 17 total. On nature. Teresa can tell it's definitely an animal. It's got to be roaring. Something that big. It's got this resonance. Jerusalem uh, uh, also, Jerusalem is, you know, he spends more time in, in ruins, not, you know, in nature around uh, animals and such, but he's well, picked up enough. Historically, he does travel through nature, which is why he's got survival as a skill. Oh, that's true. Okay, yeah. then, then then never mind. Yeah, so he's learned to interpret a bit of the, the intention behind uh, animal noises. You know, there's different sorts of roars. There's get away from my territory. There's, uh, there's intimidation in impending combat. There ones. is... Ow, there I is, bit my cheek. There's ow, I bit my cheek. That one is that one's tragic. It's it's a roar with a little bit of like sobbing in, in built in. Looking, um, looking for sympathy. Yeah, looking for sympathy. Can anyone come by? Just give me a hug. <laughs> you know how bad it hurts um, when you have only shark teeth. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, this is a uh, this is this is a roar of um, this is a roar of a large creature. Dare say it may even be a dragon. Um, not that Bar- not that Drewston has a lot of experience with dragons themselves, but uh, but it could be it could be the roar it could be the roar of a dragon. Um, but what you can definitely tell about this is that this is a roar of attention. This is not a roar of this is not a roar of of get away from me. This is like a this is like um like a come feed me type yeah. roar. A, a young that is big enough to make such a resonant yeah. roar might uh, might be trying to call out uh, to. A uh, call out to a parent uh, uh, to oh. or a legal guardian to or legal uh, guardian. to bring to bring food or it could be uh, something older that has uh, that has other animals uh, serving yeah. it, um, which is oh. not something we see a lot. I, think I don't think we see that a lot in the real world, but yeah. we see a lot with magical creatures. An emancipated that's... minor and the homeless person who helps them dig for scraps. I think that's a <laughs> I think that's a dragon, not a red one, obviously. But it seems to be wanting food or something. I, I remember Calcrex giving a roar like that once. We need a set of armor in every color. It's the only way to be sure. I don't. I don't know if they come in every color. I love the idea of each of them being a different color of dragon Blue dragon. With our powers combined, we are Captain Dragon. I wonder how the orcs overthrew Kalundrakar in the first place. He says uh, orcs alone would be no match for for weapons and craftsmen and warriors of their stature. He says there's clearly more to this than we know. It's whatever's making that noise. Um, ball, ballpark. Um, how long ago did the orc? Invasion of this place happen. Has that, we has ask, that ever we been ask, determined? Um, so uh, all back. Ask all back. So uh, well. So it's actually it's actually important. That I don't have the number. I should have it in front of me. I forgot to calculate this because it is it is before um, it, it is before presumably while Adric was alive. 
Uh, it was while Outrick was alive. It was while... So in, in fact, in fact looking years. at this place, looking at the records, Drewston probably knows within a decade of when yeah. it fell because he's been studying this place. He's been pouring through all of his and records. And when he said the years, it actually stands out to all of you dwarves that know Adric's history, which many of you are studying, and especially while Rico was here, she would be especially studying these sorts of things. Um, but it was in the years, uh, right in between Adric's uh, first and second wife, his his battle, battle his so-called battle wife, and uh, Lyraveth, which is all of your shared grandmother. So his first hundred years of life, probably. Yeah. yeah so so early in his life, that's that's so considered we're over two hundred. It's considered years. you know yeah. kind of late. A uh, hundred years is like late he's, adolescence. He's right? like he's like sixty five. He's like he's, a, yeah. He's like barely an adult. Fifty is adult. Is like eighteen. Yeah. So okay. Like okay. So so yeah. Uh, it is, you know, pretty pretty early on in, in Adric's life, and uh, but yeah, right somewhere somewhere in between the uh, the death of his battle wife yeah. and, and and the marriage because uh, even the location of this place was like lost, like it's yeah. it has been yeah. long enough that so I don't know how many years that is because I can't remember like, the oldest of you is how old I'm 191, but I don't know if I if there. I don't remember the numbers we put. If I'm the oldest kid of the oldest yeah, kid, you're not. You're not. Your your mother was anyway, the second. We can we yeah. can mostly have it. So you're 191, then you got at least 50 years for your uh, uh, mother. But that'd be her age. But anyway, more yeah. than 191 years. Uh, yeah, uh, a long time yeah. ago, even okay. for dwarves. So so call it over 200 years. Yep. Okay. Cool. Uh, uh, and then they've been uh, observing the the. Ruins of the walls, right? The last yeah, yeah. Baron is very interested in the place because it's a a dwarven yeah, religious shrine. No, I, yeah, well, I, I was. We were looking at the walls for twenty minutes, but I'm saying now, like that was the that was the, the twenty minutes was the the, the conversation oh, about the okay. history of the Dwergar, yeah. the the uh, looking at the the runes, inspecting the armor, yeah. all yeah, of yeah, that. Yeah. The next thing you said that you wanted to do right when the roar howled oh, okay. was that you wanted to take a look at the. The, 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 the carving, the imagery that is in this room. You have yeah. not had a chance to do that yet. So yeah. now I want to do that, unless you guys are totally changing course. No, I, I'm still there. I okay. think uh, finally. You heard the roar, he said it might be a dragon. Did it, That's it appear with my observational skills to be getting closer over the last hour? No. Okay, then. No. It's naked. Closer? You, you, now that you're sort of like contextualizing it yeah. as the type of roar and, and you think it's a dragon, um, it, it sounds like it's a it's a louder, more insistent. If it is the kind of like feed me roar, it's like a hey, hey, <laughs> the, the, the drugs had it captured bear. Maybe there is some Man. other critter yeah. they've it's got in a cage. We've seen a captured dragon before. Aye, it's a thing. Apparently, so we saw. Giant subterranean lizard that was. Giant subterranean lizard that was presumably someone's pet. Troglodyte. Also troglodytes. Might be a dragon lizard there. Maybe there's another troglodyte critter. Let's try to see if there's any clues on the walls. So, as you're looking around the carvings, there are there are stories told yeah. in this in this holy room. Um, you see, uh, you see, and and what you're noticing is each slab of stone in this place is a different kind of stone. This was not carved out. This was carved deeper and then a nice piece of stone put into oh, its inlays. Place. Yeah, in, inlays uh, of different panels for each sort of nice. story that is told. This is this is a nice place. And for a forward base, or for it's not really what this is, but for this sort of Temporary. I don't want to say hastily built, but you know, for this sort of place, wow. um, it's a. It doesn't have a long history. Yeah, it's and a, a great, lot of these things take a lot of time and a lot of 
resources to build. So yeah. a place that has a short of history as this, to have this level of craftsmanship is kind of surprising. Surprising, and uh, but also speaks to this sort of legendary craftsmanship. Maybe yeah. it only took them as long as it takes anyone else to build a shittier one, right? Sure, yeah. yeah. Or maybe they spent ten times as long on this as anyone else would because that's how reverent they were toward. That's maybe, how important uh, they you felt. Know, more spears on the wall and less stones on the uh, on the decorated stones. Place would still be here. <laughs> so you see these stories say. in all of these in in, in all of these city. slabs. They, it, it tells the stories of the early days of the clan that was here. Let's just call it Clan Kunjakar sure. uh, for lack of a better name right now because I don't have it on. We'll come up with a clan name. We'll come up with a better clan name. So in uh, uh, of the early days of pre Kunjakar and and the great. Uh, uh, the great stronghold that they held, the uh, the long decades long war with the orcs that was wielded, the victories, the the defeats told just as well, and every one of them, you know, is like dwarven heroes and warriors, like carved so intricately, you could pick someone out if your mug were up there, even through the desecration and the carving, you could tell who it was, right? If it was one of you, right? It's it's. It's that obvious. And not, that not all here, but like other dwarven tales, not necessarily specific to this place, right? Are you saying it's all Karunakar history? Because Karunakar itself is only like like they're getting founded it. No, I'm saying Clan Karunakar. Oh, which, okay. Which the, you're seeing stories of their the place fallen, that came before. The place that came before, gotcha. when it was much larger. Gotcha. You see a panel depicting the tragedy of the fall of their home and yeah. the narrow escape and the heroes. Again, that held the line while uh, uh, while the while the dozens of dwarves that were able to come to here, dozens, maybe a hundred, yeah. uh, hundred tops that were able to flee and end up building Kunjakar. But calling it Clan Kunjakar is actually super confusing. So, the the clan of dwarves here, Durgedon's clan, um, being able to flee and uh, and having a chance at building a new home, the warriors that fell uh, uh, holding that line, and and the stories of building this place, you know, searching uh, and finding. Uh, finding just the right place and then stories of the forges built and enchanted and figures that you see a, a tad understated in this is Durgeddon himself and another figure uh, uh, that you can recognize by the insignia carved into the, the robes on these figures is, uh, must have been a, a, a mage or a wizard of some sort not terribly uncommon to, um, to have a, a smith with a, like a, an advisor yeah. and um well, the enchantments on the uh, anvil speech. And they're throughout, but there's a, there's a bit of uh, there's definitely you're seeing a bit of humility in here in that Durgeddon and this uh, uh, and this what you what must be an advisor are not the prominent figures in most of these. There is one panel that uh, uh, that is carved to honor them, but in all of these other ones, their figures they're equal with the other dwarves and. Uh, one thing that uh, one one interesting detail that is not uncommon to the dwarves, but if you if the others are looking at these carvings, um, that you see that the dwarves are all carved with with deep intricacy. They are, like I said, you know, very good. The orcs that they're fighting, the, the enemies that are in here, they're not poor. Um, they're not they're not poor carving ability, but they're not carved with the same detail. It is, uh, uh, it is, it's like the shape of orcs, but you couldn't pick out one from it's another. It's kind of like leaving your enemies faceless to mm -hmm. a degree. There is, there is a bit of that, and, uh, and, and the dwarves know this as a common thing of just the way that dwarven stories are told. Right. Those of other races, even, not just enemies, in this right. case it's enemies, but not just enemies, they tend to keep the details out of them. Yeah. They're not as important to the dwarven more story. More blurred, less, more um, less focused. It is not, you know, the... 
the the followers of Morden know that they are uh, they are the most important creatures on the planet. They are they are the ones that Morden created. They are superior to all other races, and the carvings <laughs> depict that that general feeling. And um, better than everyone. It is this reason. Is it similar that they're better than everyone, or more important to themselves? Certainly that one, at least. It, uh, it, no, I'm objecting. For on this, for, they're certainly more important to their god. Their god hi- favors them highly than any other. I'm not ruling anything else. Yeah. I mean, if if we're to, if if there is again, this is an element that, that I think sh- should be established. It's it's, it's, it's something that we love to play with. If we're saying that they they favor themselves over all races, that's important. Are, are you are you are, that are you saying that that's the case? Specific too. Like I'm saying that that is a I'm saying that is a common that. thing among the dwarves. Sure. Um, uh, it it has different levels of uh, it has but. different levels of. Um, Sort of concentrated feelings. Some sure. are, are very much like they don't even really like dealing with They're outside on the races. They're on the spectrum. Uh, Mirabar, for example, that was a notable place because it's a place where the dwarves and the other races they they inhabit this whole massive city themselves. Yeah, yeah, they are the, if you remember, they are one of the only dwarven clans that uh, is is surface dwelling. Surface dwelling in that way, and mm-hmm. uh, you know their carvings likely. In fact, you you observed some of it while you were there. They don't have as much of that uh, uh, hard line, hard line in their in their carvings. Or favoritism, favoritism. This is a place that leans maybe slightly more than the average towards not depicting those of other races. Um, But you know, it's 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 normal. No, yeah, Um, for sure, yeah. But it is this reason, yes, that the next panel that you go to look at closely stands out a tad. Um, it is a um, it is a, a black basalt uh, slab. There's, there's slabs of all colors in here, but this one's all a black basalt and quartz. Sort of quartz. worn to uh, worn to a shine with age. But this one has an intricate uh, carving uh, of a tall central creature, a way larger than the other dwarves, and carved with great detail. Mm. Um, and it's not a dwarf. It is not a dwarf at all. You can see plain as day. And um, this figure stands in the center wearing intricately detailed hide armor speckled with ice and a helm adorned with massive elk antlers. Um, and, it, uh, uh, and she is wielding a great war hammer. And she stands as a bulwark between a small cavern, uh, a caravan of dwarven travelers and a pair of fearsome looking ice giants. Uh, again, the ice giants, they don't have the detail. The dwarf travelers are carved with the same detail as the, uh, as the central figure here. Nice and uh, uh, the scenery is clearly somewhere in the, in the frozen north, uh, perhaps somewhere. Um, Does the big lady look like a Goliath? That's a very good question. Uh, uh, looking, looking closely at it. it uh, and having a Goliath. At hand to sort of compare Comparative. it. Comparative. It looks like uh, it does indeed uh, look like a Goliath. Whoa. And it is carved with the same Whoa. level of, of detail and intricacy as mm. the dwarves on all of the other panels. Oi, Bearjaw! Come take a gander! Bearjaw goes to take a gander. It's there, a big old Goliath lady! There is a dwarven script on this carving as well. Huh. That says, so as our hearts, our honor, and our all-father command, we remember Snowbane. Snowbane? Snowbane. Snowbane. Bane of snow. Are you reading that? Uh, Yeah, he definitely does. He reads it in Dwarf first, then he translates it. Oh, okay. Uh, Well, Bearjaw knows exactly who this is. Who's who's Snowbane, Bearjaw? Yeah, Bearjaw... Bearjaw... Recognizes this figure immediately. This is... is, Uh, uh, The the, the name Snowbane. Um... Bearjaw, uh, Bearjaw recognizes this as a as a um, a Goliath of 
legend. Of legend. Of, of that is renown. Uh, of, of great renown. How educated is Bearjaw on, you know, history? Goliath speaks of this, <laughs> this is a common, this is a common folk tale. Yeah, well, is Goliath. Haven't you said it's verbal? Uh, it's it's oral verbal. Tra- oral, oral tradition. It's an oral, oral tradition. tradition. So this is a, Snowbane no, is a story. It. Okay, so she, she she's very familiar. She, yeah. Before she was. Self-exiled, she was. Yeah, she was she, perfectly involved. involved I mean, the dumb everyone. kids still know the Marvel comic stories. <laughs> <laughs> so you a bit of an analogy. So tell us about Cyclops. So, tell so, so Snowbane, Snowbane, and you can say this. She in was your, the Cyclops. I'm gonna, I'm gonna feed it to you, and you can say it in your own words if you want. Okay. Um, Snowbane was a figure of Goliath legend that, as as the as the oral tradition tells. A um, if a a Goliath that was once a god of the Goliaths um, that at some point in history, and depending on how, well, I guess it's all oral tradition, right? So it's sort of who knows these how things, much is real. These things find a way. Of, um, I, I imagine they they the stories long, long time ago. The stories go, long, and and Goliath Goliaths love to tell the story because the it's one of the best stories. The, as a god, Snowbane was bound by the rules of the gods, and uh, you know the, the general ways that they must do things. And they're not down here walking next to no. Bairn and all the rest, and the ways of like they you just heard the story about the Dwergar, and like Morden turned his back on them. Maybe like why would he do that? Who knows? The sure. ways of them are mysterious, and the story goes that Snowbane's uh, was called for help from Goliaths in a time of great need, and in the face of an inability to uh, inability to to have the to to help her people the way that she wanted to, she shed her celestial body and uh, uh, and stepped foot on the mortal plane as a mortal, mm-hmm. and uh, and t- and stepped into you know the body of a mortal Goliath took up weapons along with who were once her worshippers and uh, and led them into victory against what would have been surely a uh, a great calamity yeah a calamity and that uh, and the stories say that you know Snowbane had victory in that fight and led the Goliaths to great uh, you know sort of prosperity in their own way and then uh, moved on to help other Goliath tribes. Stayed mortal, and, remained and mortal. Remained mm-hmm. mortal. It's a it was a one way trip. Wow. Uh, it was a one way trip and so Snowbane Like Hercules did, relinquished her godhood. Yeah, and there are stories of Snowbane told over centuries. I mean, you know, like there's always the stories of Snowbane. You relinquish all of the godhood. There there's Snowbane <laughs> It seems like Snowbane wasn't just your average mortal either. I mean she lived yeah. longer than thirty, which you know for that's Goliath. That's a big deal. Yeah no that's, that's, <laughs> Firstly let me tell you she was let a, me, but let Right have you, 42, kicking ass. <laughs> right Let me have you ex- say this oh, story in so Bearjaw's own words. Because um, I want it in your voice, and okay. I want it told okay. to them and let them ask questions and such about how she feels and all of that. All right, okay. Let me see here. How will you start? First of all, there is no knowledge yet that she has yet died. Let that sink in. It's no grand tale of her tragic demise. No. Why would you not have died? It's over over 200 years ago this was this was built or uh, around there. I mean, if she was a... Because she is that badass. I mean, from the little, little I know of Goliath lore, it doesn't seem like she'd go quietly. No. So if she died, there'd be a story. 
Well, how is she alive so long? How do you live so long? I mean, if she was once a god, I mean, kind of the rules are sort of off. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was looking for for Bearjaw to start from the beginning. Yeah, no, that's where Bearjaw starts. That's where, where Bearjaw starts. This is yeah. the beginning of a conversation. It's the most exactly. important that you understand that Bear, that Snow, Snowbane is still... Oh, might still be out there. Still out there as far as the... As far as Goliaths are concerned. And she's a god. Like, you haven't said that she's a god yet. Greg did. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, no. Yeah, no, yeah, no, you, no. You, Sorry, I ruined everything. No, yeah. I've ruined it all. That's, that's fine. That's why I'm really confused. It's fine. <laughs> Misunderstanding. Just keep, keep yes. playing it out in the conversation. You can strike yeah. that from the record and keep going. Originally, Snowbane was a great, powerful being, like, like a hunter god. One of the only ones I know of, actually, that were ever worshipped by the Goliaths, my peoples. And at, at one such moment of critical need, the only way to help her people was to become a regular mortal Goliath. And we fought together. Not me personally. You, I was oh, not, God, I was God. not born. We, I mean, a kind of a mortal beings, we. Fought together. I need to interrupt there, Jeff, for a while. It's important that and I interrupt you right here as she's in the middle of this story. It's probably Baron and Drewston uh, and maybe Scrimcorn that notice as she's telling a story the carvings on this black basalt. Uh, there's a glow starting on the edges <laughs> of the drawing, uh, uh, starting to shed some light. This is a place only lit by, well, Bearjaw's hand, uh, and uh, and the, the the sconce. Actually, there were no sconces in this room, so really, you guys all just have dark vision, and she's there's got a light, light at the door, and then there's her hand. Yeah, and then it's it's uh, uh, the, the carving starting to glow from the edges. Hold up, what's this now? There's what? Stop interrupting, Baron. Baron just the walls glowing. And as uh, as, as you say this, and she stops her tail. The glow starts to fade out. Keep telling the story. Okay, and Snowbane, 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 Snowbane. I do believe in Snowbane. I do believe in Snowbane. All right. Uh, Bearjaw continues talking about it, kind of uh, puzzled by that. So she went and fought with mortals, like for what? Like were there a big so horde of enemies? Uh, it was, it was ice giants. Ice giants. Yes. Mm. Oh, like the ones from your dream. The ones. Well, there Did are you many. Say the same thing in as the me north, there are not a small number of them. Shall we put it that way? Bit of a thorn in your side, kind of like the dwarger. Indeed, we are not good friends with us. I understand. I have a feeling more like the orcs. Mm. Giant's blood seems to run in. Someone's veins. As you guys uh, interrupt her oh, and start yeah. talking, the glow again starts fading. Close it! Let I tell the story! All right, keep, keep something. Don't tell me when to be quiet, Rustin! <laughs> it keeps fading. <laughs> <laughs> the more you talk about Snowbane, the more it seems to glow. So, like, okay. talk about Snowbane. Okay, right. a lot. Okay. okay, so she became mortal and then defeated the Ice Giants with the help of the other Goliaths. It was amazing. The battle raged on for days, but ultimately we were uh, still alive. There are more of us now than there are of the ice giants, so... The glowing is spreading more, filling in the gaps in the actual yeah. figures. The the ice giants and the uh, and <laughs> the dwarves. Like the, because remember, this carving is of a Goliath between helping Ooh. 
dwarves with ice giants. I have some background like less less visible. Less yeah, visible. and it's it's glowing more and more all around this figure of Snowbane, like glowing as Great Jaws continue. Quick, quick sanity check uh, from Baron. Is this is this like a, is this a trap? Is it going to blow us up? Tales of the Fire Lord situation. Is this like, a tale? Keep talking about Snowbane. <laughs> if, if you are doing something else. And if you are rolling an action, tell me. Like, like he's, I'm telling he's, you what you he's see. He's listening less to the story now and sort of trying to as, like, assess the what the hell's going on here. <laughs> identify like the, the, identify the effects his, in process. His waning interest. Okay. You can roll an investigation check while you're doing this. Uh, or, yeah, investigate. Or Arcana, since you really yeah, want to use that. Uh, well, I don't want to Sorry, use that. Oh, <laughs> not, not religion. There's definitely a magical effect happening. Two! I don't know. Alright, so that is what Baron is doing Bear while... Bear Dog clears her throat. While Bear Jaws continues. As your attention clearly is so like... So rude. <laughs> it's only the origin story of Snowbane, not important. He hears her start to slow down. He's like, no, 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 no. Boss, boss, boss. And she, she goes on to explain the, you know, the, the details as, as spoken, you know, that, you know, there was no, there was no, uh... uh just voice, please. Official... I just, it's, it's, it's Not a halfway. It's you, a half. You, you weren't committing to it. Let it, let it keep going, please. Uh, is a, um... There, uh, eventually, she moved on to find more people to, uh, help, and presumably to kick more ass. And was never heard from again in any particular manner. She did not come back to rule the Goliaths, but stories were told of her continuing to liveness, which is an accomplishment among my people. <laughs> to live? To continue living? To continue living in such an as she, stubborn manner. As she tells this, the, uh, the, the whole image yeah. is glowing, and then suddenly the light fills in the last bit that was not filled in, which is of Snowbane herself. I cast a spell! Uh, <laughs> uh, I can glowing. do magic! And as Snowbane lights up, everything else but Snowbane fades in to nothingness. It's good that is the first impression. It is nothingness. The carvings, they go away. You don't carving. see what you see. So and then you realize that you are, it is not basalt. It is, it is something behind the carving. It is an opening. And then the figure of Snowbane herself also Which fades sounds. out into nothing. And there was a hallway behind. <gasps> Doors, love secret doors, love secret, secret doors, doors. Let's go through that secret door. That's the best story that's ever been told. It opened the secret door. She cast knock. I cast. But with more flair than you. <laughs> that was amazing. Up at the top of the totem pole today. Vox says, yeah, "Could be a way out. Wait for it. Let's go." I'm going in it. Where is it on our map here, Green? <laughs> yeah, we do need more map. Need more map. More pick, pick up over here or where? It opens in this other room. It's, it's right another there. secret door. Oh, it's right, right there. there. It's a ten feet wide, and it's right there. Okay. So, excellently designed, mundane secret door. So is it just a little <laughs> chamber? It's going like this? Secret it is not. Secret it is a hallway that appears to and go it, 20, 30, oh, 40 feet ahead. Oh, oh it defies logic. Magic. My favorite kind of secret door. My favorite <laughs> You go fast. Oh, yeah. The way the with your, was already moving towards With your light hand. You might have to battle Marching order. Marching order. Marching order. Marching order. Marching order. Establish a marching order. Establish a marching order. 
Buck, please. Bear in the back. He's not having. By the way, I carve things that are carving bear. Quick uh, NPC <laughs> checkup. How how how's Dax and Abak going through all this? We're leaving them by gambling there, right? in the corner here. Yeah, they were playing crafts while we were fighting. Uh, I actually wouldn't mind keeping Dax <laughs> in the Dwergar room yeah. because Dax yeah. is already proven. He can kill all the door guards for us. Da- I think they came into. You guys were in there for a long yeah, time. Right. So they've yeah. been in there hanging out with you. And Dax, when the when the when the door disappears, he says, "Well, now that's something you don't see every day." And I've seen a lot of things. I'm the best assassin in in the. And he sort of like trails off. I knew I was right to come find you guys. It's a payday. I'm sure of it. Is he insisting? Boy, Baka was not wrong. Is he insisting on coming with us through the uh, magic? Yes, that's all he's said. Okay. Uh, Dax, Obik, will you stand guard? Dax will pay a 50 ahead for any more dwarf. Are you killed who come into the room? Stop spending our money, through person. Uh, uh, he has his share, and that's all he's getting. Obik, scream if you see a dragon. <laughs> or if you're being murdered. Uh, yeah, I will uh, scream if I see the dragon. Okay, can I come run into this magic hallway with you and hide in there if I see a dragon too? No. It was made oh, by so people well. who despise your race. I'm not sure you want to enter through the threshold. Uh... He looks, he considers what you said, he goes, Bear Yeah, down. you know, on second thought, uh, big glowing weird carving, uh, I'm just gonna stay out here with, uh, with this guy, with Mr. Head Chopper. Well, Wayne's half human, so I think that he's probably okay. <laughs> Let's go, Secret Hallway. Let's go, Secret Hallway. It's a pretty even ratio between um, traps and secret doors. More into the breach. Go we. We're due for a trap. Oh, the hallway. Oh boy! Yeah, what? What? My dwarven senses are tingling. Are we? Does the three-dimensional space of what we're maneuvering through here make any sense? Uh, so, th- it, it was really, as, as Justin has said. I guess I never said it for the uh, for the for the audio version here. Yes. So the wall, <laughs> the wall that this carving was horns. on, the wall that this carving was on was. A wall facing this grand hall room that you came into, uh, so it should have been only ten feet, and then into the grand hall. And at least I would say that the dwarves have a very candy yeah. sense of this, right? Like, oh yeah, well it's also grab- like you can literally like yeah. you're talking the doors ten feet away, this the other things ten feet away. A lot of times you go into the room, and you just don't think about where the walls are because you're not a builder. Like the dwarves, this is a painfully obvious fact, I would think. This is even <laughs> even to the non-dwarves, like. Okay. You walk through a doorway, you do the 90 degree turn, you did another 90 degree turn, you're walking back, and you are not in the room you were in before. Yeah. Hmm. We step um, into the mysterious hallway. And uh, yes, this hallway with, with Bear Jaw in the front, I see we got our marching order there, with her glowing hand. You can see that the walls are made out of the same smooth basalt. But while the one that you were looking at had been partially desecrated and some carvings were over it but um, still plain as day to see the figures um, I meant to say that that actually sloughed off as it started to glow so you can just Ooh. pretend that happened um, sloughing the, the hallways in here are pristine never touched um, and it is Mock that would first notice just immediately the craftsmanship of the uh, of the Carvings in this hallway, even just leading up here, it is, it is, it is unlike he's ever seen before. Mm-hmm. It makes what you just seen looked at in this other room, this this Durgeddon, this legendary crafter. It is, uh, it's not even in the same. It's not even in the same ballpark. It's not even in the same ballpark. Not even in the ballpark. Um, 
this could not have been made by dwarven hands. Whereas before, what he was looking at sure, was that sure. should have been impossible to that, do. That, that was like that was like the pinnacle of dwarven ability. This is beyond. This is something else. Okay. This All is right. this is definitely something else, and um, uh, it moves forward, and, and, and the carvings depict stories that are even hard to interpret. As you look at them, they don't. You can't immediately interpret them. It's as if the stories are maybe written in a different language. You know, they're pictures. They're 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 stories being told by imagery. But you it just, is they're, they're dripping with meaning. But you can't like for some reason you look at it and you're like you're inspired. You know, there's a message here, right? Yeah, but you just and don't, it is. It's Baron can't grasp that it. finds himself closest to understanding this um, as he is looking at it. There's. There's, I'm not sure how much you guys are communicating out loud, but I'll just say what you very, very little now. I mean, yeah. So we're walking, Baron, like oh, I'm walking you, slowly, I would yeah. think. Uh, Baron, you find yourself at the. Oil Vane maybe hears Baron muttering to himself. As, <laughs> yeah. But he's the closest. You find yourself at the tip of understanding this. Like like it's right there at the tip of your tongue. Like you, you, you see this imagery, but it is, but it is hard to. Um, but it's hard to put your finger on it, but it's also familiar. Unlike pretty much everyone else where it's not even not even that familiar to Baron it is closer there's something there you know um, it actually evokes images of a great uh, event a, a great ritual that you went through recently which was uh, resurrecting your dear friend Drustin um, you're you're reminded of the feelings this this understanding beyond yourself that you're seeing when you look at these pictures in fact you have to look away after looking at it too much because it it, it starts to, um, I don't want to say hurt your head. It's more fundamental than that. It's deeper than just your mind. It doesn't give you a headache. It gives you a body ache to even try to interpret Understanding this stuff is, it, 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 there's more weight to these stories than just stories. They're like secret divine knowledge. Like, it's like, mm. yeah. What was the... It's like knowing something beyond, well beyond your years. Like a truth that's too great to understand, right? It's like trying to explain politics to a two-year-old. Or trying to figure out why your parents wrestle in their bedroom. All right, come on. Scrimcorn takes a deep breath in. He's very focused on when he's tracking something like that. A lot of smells and freshness of air and particulates and stuff like that. Is this air like of a like ancient ruins? Like basically, is it like... An old car or a brand new car that's not been opened in 200 years? Kind of, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Good question. Yeah, because that's that's what that's what Scrimcorn's thinking. So no, this place is this place. It smells. Well, oh, smells a hard thing to describe in general. I mean, does it does smell has anything sanitary? ever been living in this space? Are there any ever? molds no. or spores or funguses? No, there yeah, is. There is no. There is earthen. There is no earth, Nothing earthen space. in here, and that that scrimcorn finds extremely That's impossible. False. You hear scrimcorn whisper. This place is unnatural, sterile, <laughs> not evil, but. Yeah, not there's a there's a sterility. On that remark, Ma kind of breathes deep and goes. It smells like nothing but the stone itself. Even if the stone has no smell, like dwarves will smell the stone. It's just there's nothing coming off the walls. It's just, he like puts his jewels. He looks in, and it's like it's like if you look at a cue, a, a, a pool ball at like whatever hundreds magnification. You see like all these big undulations all flaws and, and flaws and, and yeah. stuff. And it's like he looks at, through his jeweler scope at like the the the, the drawings and the carvings, and he says like he feels like I could look with like a 
10x more magnification and, still and see nothing, nothing but perfect lines. Jesus. Like perfectly carved lines. And like it's just eerie to see things in like that definition. And like again, there's just no there's no other senses available but like the vision. And it just it's just like That's creepy. Scrim's eyes go wide and he all of a sudden grabs you and says, I've heard dwarves can tell how deep they are underground. How deep underground are we? Is that true? Is that a real? He says, Oi, can you? you, Where are you in the forest? You you wouldn't say it in in, in feet and yards, but you know. Can can you tell how deep we are? Like, are we are we still? Well, of course not. Under Karundra, have you been fucking paying attention to this lot? (laughs) I have no fucking idea what's happening, Scrim. Ah. Hmm. Did it just take us somewhere else in Karundrakar? I don't. The okay. feeling I get. He just looks back at the exit to like check that there's still, still a door. There's still like there's still like I blackness. Yeah, big time. The feeling I'm getting is something divine. I don't know, and when I mean divine, I don't mean holy or good. I mean of the gods. Celestial. Celestial. So not of mortals. So, I don't know of what we're approaching. Maybe it's this snowbane lassie, or maybe it's some other creature, but I'd, uh, put your pious face on. Uh, if we're about to that meet... That is my regular face. I am normal. I'm immediately concerned if we're about to meet a legendary demigod Goliath, because the first thing that Bearjaw does when she meets someone... Try to break just... a few bones just oh, as a fight. I would greeting. happily break my bones if I got to fight. Is that just a clarification? Is that a bear jaw thing or is that a Goliath thing? I mean, it's your tribe thing. I am particularly good at it, so it is definitely a my thing. Uh, but others do try occasionally to approach my skill. Yes. Right, but like they do it with other people who are, are not you. Oh yes. Alright. As an archaeologist, I have a feature that when I enter a ruin or dungeon, I can correctly ascertain its original purpose and determine its builders, whether those were dwarves, elves, humans, Yanti, or some other known race. Do I get any special information? Consideration. That sounds great. You gotta use that skill when you get it. Yeah, awesome. I need to ask Kalen real quick. What? Do you know where my laptop charger is? It is a white It is a white square like this. With a cable wrapped around it. No. Didn't they give sorry. you an extra one? Yes, it's that one. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> Everyone look around a little bit. No, no, no. You're not gonna find it around in here because it's not. It's not in there. Roll for Trust me, it's not in there. Let me check the table. Did you check your laptop back? I got a 15. I should be able to find it. Did you check your laptop back? We can't find secret doors with gods and not have another beer. More, more beers for the beer god. More beers for the. I mean, I, I think I would prefer to be pleasantly inebriated if I was going to encounter a deity of some sort. Guys, we chose the right room. <laughs> we picked the I know. Right I was trying to say, of all the doors we could have gone in, this what? one has been pretty bad. At. What? Well, we don't know what's in the other that. two. That's true. <laughs> Somebody had to. Thank you. One's just filled with treasure, and one is Adric saying, all right, you've got me in the secret. Here are all the secrets. Uh, Sam, did you also bring Sunny Delight? That was just what was right. in the cooler. So sure. have that with the All water right. and sunny the light if okay. you like. Is that sunny D? Yeah, that's sunny D. Purple stuff. Right, guys, guys, guys. Sunny D. Back at it. Back at it. Back at it. Back at it. I just wanted to check one place. I don't know where it is. It's fine. I'll find it later. Okay. 
Okay, get back at the table. I, I want to keep the pace of this scene. Okay, let's go. Let's go. So Tristan's looking at these things and he's an the archaeologist. Why are, you, why are you in the garage with Marcus? That did a little study on the wall with like his glass, with his like glass, and basically he said like it doesn't matter how magnified I look at it, the lines are perfect. There's no like evidence of tool work at all. I did uh, ask if the dwarves can tell how deep underground we are in this place. Changed it all once he stepped. If Mark. suddenly we're deeper or. Un- or if it's unknowable. Is that not for me? No, it's not for you. I was asking. Sorry, um, you, you also told so, me to come back yes, quickly. So. I, did, I did ask you. So, um, okay, so many questions were thrown at me. Give me one of them first. How deep Damn. are we? How deep are we? How deep, can, can the dwarves tell how deep we are? You guys have an innate sense of that, right? I think so. Maybe. Then it is actually... Mm-hmm. Mock already said I have no fucking idea. To just kind of play. Yeah, with yeah, no, it's it's. You do have no idea, and it, but it, but it's notable that the, your sense of it has changed in this place. Um, but but at the same time, you don't find it an unsettling inability to tell, and that in and of itself is it's unsettling to you. You're com- no, no, it's, it's surprising to you. You're comfortable, but also... You're comfortable but- in the depth of this place, yeah. but you would have no idea how to describe it. Hmm. And you, your whole life, as if you would have expected, if you suddenly found yourself unable to do that, that it'd be very claustrophobic, yeah. disorienting, and you don't find yourself feeling those feelings until maybe you intellectualize it too much and then yeah. you start psyching yourself out. But the first surface level feeling... You maybe just feel pacified, like 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 Novocaine, right? It's not uncomfortable, it's just a little like... Huh. Yeah. Right. Like, and that is, yeah. that is a, a... Yeah, so your, like your, your reaction to this unknowing, this... this uh, did you take my thing away? No. You did. Yes? Yes, you did. Okay, thank you. It's my uh, thinking about that... Uh, the next question... Oh, wow. Baron uh, starts to freak out and he's yeah, like... Well. Is this dwarf home? Yeah. Is this the seat of Mordor? Uh, and then Drusin, with his <laughs> archaeological abilities, can tell who crafted yeah. these Even areas. Drusin's considerable. This is training. Drusin has never seen anything like this in his entire life. Not even close. Yeah. But he can. He can tell something. There's there's enough clues to it in the way that it is done that this is celestial. Yeah. Uh, and he says yeah. so. He says, Pulsons, this is, uh, your suspicions are correct. This is celestial craft. Oh, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> oh, are we about to be judged? I don't, when someone says, choose your mode of destruction, of a blank mind. <laughs> so. There does. I'm probably a blank mind. As Bearjaw continues to step forward in front. Uh, was there any, yeah, any other important does. follow-ups while walking through this hallway? Baron is just Take sweating bullets. <laughs> I, I, will, I will say, for Mock, despite how crazy this is, he feels much more drawn inward yeah. than like, oh, yeah. Pull out. Than yeah, we're all like, like this is oh, the adventure in his head. Let's go. You know, this as is much terrible. as he's a little bit of a calculated guy, like, this is where you just keep walking. Scrim looks like he's he's ready for a fight. Like, he, yeah. he honestly is like, this, this is celestial, but it ain't my celestial, so. Yeah. Come at me! Oil vein feels pretty on edge. This is uh, <laughs> this comes from someplace that is usually the opposite. You don't look like Dragwa gods or human gods. So much history for the other four members of the party. We're yeah. like, Ugh. let's do it. Everyone else is like, I don't know about this. It's just kind of weird, guys. Feels strange. 
is the first thing that makes fair yeah. jaw. at all any sense. Fair jaw sees first Yay, ahead of her as the light, as the light from her hand, you know, as you're continuing to walk My forward. Hand light. Something, it's like, it's like Iron something Man light. Something changing in the in yeah. ahead of you, changing because you are moving, not changing because it is changing. Oh. As you are as you are walking closer, you see something uh, uh, becoming more and more visible, and it appears it? to be a great metal chest. Well, that's not suspicious at all. Let's go get it. Like, straight ahead. Yeah. Okay. Chest. What's right. around what about this chest? Yeah, that, that still question. Still steady. No, you, you see it in the distance at the very end of the light. No. The, the, end of the, light. Okay. the hallway is still well, continuing. We continue. Forward. We continue yeah. forward. We're not scared of some... Place. Advance. Advance. Um, yeah, I think we're, I was probably saying for everyone that we're all just paying attention for yeah. any changed. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay, that's yeah, the dark smells glaring me is also freaking out. The dark smells. Do we see like things on the ground that say? Suddenly, the wall behind you turns to fog, and a red figure stands in front. The ground is being fly traps. It's a player from Critical Role. You detect a red dragon. Red dragon. There it is. But you're not folks enough. All right, so. Uh, <laughs> uh, draws another weapon. What if we had just opened Sam's door during this session? <laughs> I have to say that. Was door this a broom two. closet? Door number two, we'll never know. Uh, we'll never come back here. <laughs> yeah, the room just has a code in it. Guys, we have 25 I want to Bring it down, bring it down just a little. Just a little. So as uh, Bear Jaw continues to lead yeah. forward, yeah. now I'll you see something walking. change in your environment. Okay. As you step forward, you can see the the, the besides it, it is black base all on every side, but with the light shed, you can see it clearly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not like you're walking through darkness. Um, it's just you're walking through black, which is a little Pretty disorienting. Close. Pretty close. Um, but uh, you no see the floor down. give way ahead. Okay, I'll cool. stop. And the walls give way, oh, and what? the ceiling give way. What? Is it just a big so, chasm? Basically, there's a point at which the whole there is, hallway that you are in, there is a big chest. It could open up. It opens where's up. Where's the yeah. chest? It could be like a tunnel coming into a wall. The chest of is still ahead of you, oh, straight gosh. forward. Like floating? Uh, the, the, How many feet? The chest is 50 feet forward. 50 feet, okay. Which is pretty far. It's like. Pretty close like to the end of the as light As long range. as the rope in Mock's backpack. Pretty close to the end of the range, right? Uh-huh. And, uh, and yeah, so you, you are you moving up to the precipice? Uh, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. going to go right up to the precipice. She walks she's right gonna, up like, to the precipice. She's not going to, like, step off, though. And she uh, sort of, like, looks in there with her light. She can see as the death. light casts against the great spherical wall of this chamber with a chest floating in the dead center a uh, big sphere uh, perhaps about a hundred feet in diameter how and much you, you want to bet are, this is perfect sphere and you are at one side of, a massive of that sphere. sphere this hallway just opens up into oh. this side would you say we're like in the sphere. middle as well like, and the chest is floating up. And and 50, foot, 50, foot, 50, foot, oh, 50 feet away from us 50 feet away, which would put it in the center yeah. of the 100 oh, foot. Diameter. Let's paint ourselves a bridge with those paints. Ah! Bridge paint. That is an excellent idea. How heavy, I mean, what does, do we see more details of this chest now? Especially those of us with dark vision. Is it, does it have runes, well, decorations it? On is it is covered in the, uh, uh, in the symbol of Morden. Oh. Mm. Quick, quick uh, 
question. How much can they actually see with me blocking the door as I am? What do you, it's, it's ten feet. It, ten like, feet it's okay. Side, it's okay that everyone can see Are me. there... I mean, only the people in front. Any stories, anything? Is this jogging anything like, oh, yeah, the forbidden chest of Morden. It burns all who'd see it. Religion. It is not. <laughs> Good. It you is can not roll a religion check. It is not the Sweet. forbidden chest of Morden. Roll, baby, roll. It's hmm. not great, not terrible. You're just trembling in your boots. I think, I think I've got like a nine. Let me double check that, though. <laughs> Sneaky. Yep, that's a nine. It does not. Shroom Prince immediately says, none of my, none of my spells will can, can propel any of us there. I think the you have mind mm-hmm. whip, though, yes? I think that paint paint sounded yeah. pretty reasonable. Yeah, I think paint is, is good here. Well, says we didn't walk down that very long hallway just to sit here and watch it. Even my, uh, 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 my mage hand spell only has a range of 30 feet. Yeah, well, uh, but, and he takes out the little paint jar, and he mm-hmm. says, perhaps a, a, a narrow temporary bridge out to it could do, or a staircase, or a walkway. Bear John will move aside to allow Dristan to the front. Okay. So he is going to paint. Yeah. A very a, sturdy. Think sturdy. Think in your yeah. mind can handle Bear John's uh, uh, So he wants to paint a 50-foot bridge out to it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not remembering all the conversation you had guys had about this before. The capacity, so, don't worry about that when you yeah. figure that out later. But so, uh, you tell me what you're visualizing. I'm visualizing kind of a, well, a, 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 a stone or wood. Which one are you visualizing? Go to. I'm, I'm trying to remember the okay. paint. If I use, if I do like stone, that'll use up more of the paint. No, no this has to be cheap. You visualize the, 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 the image and it looks like that. But it, it will not be, it, it will never be... Of as good as what it, this is what we discussed it, on Slack. It, it, so I, I will do a quick refresher. Yeah. Whatever you create can be worth no more than thirty gold. Yeah, uh, right. that has an interesting relationship when it comes to things like bridges, which are actually, like in real life, expensive. very expensive things yeah. to make. So while you can make a bridge and it is functional, its actual sort of structural yeah. integrity is is very temperamental. It can hold weight, no okay. problem. You can build something functional. Yeah, but it will, but it is not. So when it comes down to it, actually, he's Ma- going uh, Ma- sees you thinking about it, and he says, he says, cousin, he says, there's simply not enough of of the value in the paint to create anything of like integrity. Yeah, he, he says, says, what do you think about some columns that we can jump between? I think that'd be good. But I've known of some uh, uh, primitive tribes that have. Uh, Made bridges with with ropes only, uh, two ropes going across and one rope in the middle. Perhaps we would have enough for that. You literally yeah. walked across one of those to get yeah. into Kurjakar. That's true. <laughs> he says, he says oh, no wait, not to get in, but yeah. there was one in. Yeah. Just a a, a, a simple right. rope bridge that I guess would go have to go across the whole chamber. May right? I make one more possible foot. suggestion? Right. If you were to paint a platform outside of this structure that may give you the distance you'll need to use your mage hand or your hiney whip. That's true. My question is, does this metal chest look like it weighs more than 10 pounds? Mm, important question. Uh, it looks like it probably weighs a lot more than ten pounds. Yeah, so the metal, in fact, you know, as you're looking at yeah. that and considering that, the metal that this chest is made out of is not uh, something that is easily yeah. discernible to you. It does well, not work on the Mark size of this says, chest. Cousin, we can go down to the base of okay. the base of the uh, the sphere, create one pillar up to the chest, and simply climb it. 
Hmm. Stand there in front of the chest. I think that might be our safest. Almost no materials, single column. And with, with, with some handholds. Mm-hmm. We can There's slide down it pretty safely. Down there. It's a nice smooth. Yeah, we have. I have ropes in my pack. We'll lower whatever it is down. Uh, Baron, just to confirm, can we see the bottom of this room? Yeah, fair job. Yes. Shines your light down. Okay. There. Is I mean, it kind of barely based on the? So it's a big round. Right now, ray right as right you right cast it through uh, a sphere. Yeah, right now we're fifty feet like this. We'll just be standing fifty feet like this. I, 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 I correct. Think. Yeah. Baron pulls a copper coin out of his pocket and says, "Pardon me, better jaw," and just lights that up instead of her hand. And tosses it down there. As Baron tosses the coin past the threshold, the coin moves forward and moves to the side suddenly. And uh, and then watching it, you see it start moving around the spherical chamber. What the fuck? It circles around. You know, it takes a little bit of time. Circles around three, four times, and it is slowing down as it does so and moving more towards the center and then settles in midair, floating in this sphere about 30 feet away from the chest, so 20 feet away from its nearest wall, just floating. How do you get light. back? Methinks the, uh, the <laughs> gravity in this room does not act as it does on our plane. Are we so spinning right now? Perhaps uh, a bridge would be best to give us something to hold on to. Or someone with a rope. The symbols... jump after the... Hang on a second. Uh, I'm not sure a bridge would hold. We don't even know. Uh, hang on a second. Perhaps someone to, to pull them back. Are we willing to take ten minutes? Yeah. Yes. I mean, we've got all the time. And Fantastic. Another plane. Baron right? is going to cast augury. Ooh, Actually, he can what's just, augury? Unless Mortis judges us. Um, lazy. I judge you all as lazy. Actually, he's just going to blow the spell slot, because who knows yeah. who knows how much time we got. Yeah, be sweet. Yeah. Um, so he's going to take a minute, and uh, he is going to pray to Moradin. Dear Moradin, uh, what the fuck do you want us to do? And so it's uh, basically, uh, it takes a minute, and uh, and I basically get like a little, I, I don't know, I roll a something, and I get either... <laughs> They, uh, so here, here's the thing. It's very hard to have Sam that. this perplexed by the rules. But it's casting, also weird to have him reading no, the rules and being like, I literally like, like roll dice according to the spell yeah. by casting gem inlaid sticks, rolling dragon bones, laying out ornate cards, oh. or cards, or employing some other divining tool. You receive an omen from an otherworldly entity ooh, ooh, ooh. about Let the results gems. of a specific course of action that you plan to take Diamonds. within the next thirty minutes. GM chooses from the following possible omens: wheel, good results. Woe, bad results. Wheel and woe, good and bad. Or we mean good results. The results aren't especially good You're or really bad. Getting into witch territory there. Yeah. Okay. Man. Cast some bones. And try bones. To so presumably them. you're casting this in a way to. to ooh, ooh, can can we start? Can you with more than you are God? Presumably. Okay. Yeah. Um, and Baron, he sees a whole bunch of symbols of Morden on the chest, and he's like, "Should I just step out there?" So you ask. That's the question he's asking. Should I go? That's a specific course of action. That he's asking. And, but now describe how he casts the spell. Uh, he Spin sort shield. of... He, uh, that That's true. I right, he's yeah. on the Something. ground, and then yeah, that's what I like a big the bottle. Priest of Morden, how do, you, how, do you, how do you do it? Morden's um, all about crap. We know, we know how Scrimcorn would do it. But it's something to do with grubs and... Probably good shit. Um, when when you're guys opening fingers. a holy book yeah. and reading whatever page lands on. You ruffle your beard. Go to page 37, second paragraph, third word. It says, bad. Bad. Yeah. 
It says so Baron. Um, Any other t- kind of Baron basically gets two gold coins from his pocket. Are they dwarven gold coins? Or they are. Gold? They are dwarven minted gold coins with Ooh. the symbol of Morden on the coins. Okay. Is that like yeah. a hammer? Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's not uncommon to have sort of a religious symbol on the coin. It's mm-hmm. you know currency and whatnot. What, what the holy um, symbol more than is. And he basically <laughs> uh, sets them spinning and starts praying ah. as sort of a thing. And essentially, both heads good, heads tails good and bad. What both the, tails is bad. Is it always wheel and cog? Yeah. It was... Wheel and cog. It was... Whoa, wheel. cog or wheel and cog. Wheel, whoa, wheel and whoa or nothing. So there's actually a fourth right, I option. You. I gotcha. Which I, got I don't you. know what nothing would be. I got spinning you. and you realize you're... No, no, no. Let me... Let me <laughs> bring it in. Uh, and so they spin for an unnaturally long time because it takes uh, a full minute. So they are spinning... 20, 10, 20, 30, While well, 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 uh, and Mock bicker about bridges and columns. Yeah. Finally, they both land at the same time. They're just spinning, they slow down, and then fall. And on the back side of each coin is a wheel. It was not on these coins before. Ooh. What? Oh. What? Oh, I think that means wheel. You made new coins. Snake wheel. Snake wheels. So stepping out there would be very bad. I thought it was good. I thought one was bad. Wheel is whoa. Oh, wheel. Wheel, wheel is good. I can't. I don't okay, know what okay, words well, mean. Hang on. You told me wheel was whoa. That's why it was wheel. Yeah. Tell me what whoa wheel is. If it's that. Good, yeah. I forgot what words meant. So it's wheel is good. Uh, okay. No. What? What? And that's not what it is. What is negative? What is negative? Please. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. Whoa was bad. Wheel is good. Wheel or whoa. Wheel is good. I don't know what wheel is. W-E-A-L. I thought you meant wheel. You said the word wheel. No, not a wheel. It's wheel, like W-E-A-L. I don't know what wheel is. The fuck is wheel? I don't know. It's a word, apparently. Does it matter? It does matter. Like, whoa, unto you. All right, then. We're adjusting. Wheel. The backside of the coins is a broken tower. A broken stone tower on each coin. Before it was the symbol, the two symbols of Morden on each side. Of it. Yeah, like that's it was a regular coin from probably your 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 home mm-hmm. land, uh, but the symbols have changed on the back of both of these coins of a broken tower. Wheel means that which is best for someone or something comes from the old English okay. for wealth. I got really confused because you're like wheel. I'm like I know what a wheel, wheel is, but whoa, that's really like abstract compared to wheel. Scrimcorn <laughs> <laughs> says, so dwarves love repairing broken towers, right? Like you're just jumping uh, out there. Stepping out there <laughs> would be a very, very bad idea. You stepping out there. So the question was you specific. I thought it's got symbols of Morden on it. I thought maybe just step out there, act of faith or something, but that seems like a very bad idea. So, Richmond. But I better. But who will go? I will go. Well, of course you'll go, Berja. There's no stopping you from going. Let's see if the rope even holds. Why did you yeah. ask the question? I think, I think the rope's gonna get ripped. I'm gonna take that pigment and I'm going to paint a rope bridge. So what I'm uh, and Drewson's communicating this. And if this seems insane, just Someone should fix it. Okay. So it is a hundred foot sphere in diameter, right? Yes. Yes. Fifty. So to I'm 50. picturing uh uh very simple rope bridge, not planks or anything. Basically, three ropes yep. going gotcha. from the end of our platform to the opposite side. With of the, the most substantial grader rope we can afford. <laughs> Thick, nice ropes. That's the most expensive rope. We're going you. no plank, so, heavy rope. I'm, I'm they, yeah. picturing them like 
hammered into the wall and hammered into the platform, you know, with or the, pitons. the thick pitons or, kind of things. Wait, is there okay. a platform with a chest or is it just hanging? It's just in no, there. Floating no, our, our in the air. And it's Much going. like your coin that is glowing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's yeah. tied to the chest, right? No. No, no, I picture He's going, going to the wall opposite to side. Oh, 100 yeah, feet. Yeah, yeah. 100 yeah. foot rope. Underneath. Just brick. underneath. Okay. Like, uh, like that? Like, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. That's a, that seems reasonable. It's, it, it's plain as day. Okay, cool. Take 10 okay. minutes to draw. Okay, draw it. Mark it on the timesheet. Yeah. Very yeah. excited. Uh, everything this takes 10 like minutes to draw. Oh, no, it's actually per square foot. Anyway, it takes 10 minutes. Um, Drewston holds. It's the, been one hour since we came out of the brick stuff. Thank you for tracking. Drewston holds the brush out, and the ink flows. No. The ink flows to the uh, uh, to the two dimensional image of the rope bridge. It's sort of a you know like projection from your perspective, <laughs> like a painting of it. And then the and it's uh, you know it's rock solid. It's not affected by anything because it doesn't exist yet until he finishes it. When it suddenly just appears uh, uh, appears there, and sure enough, it's from your side. What is it what from the walls and the so floor? I see from the end of the platform to the opposite wall. There's no platform. Oh, I thought we were walking out into. You are not walking yeah, into yeah. the sphere. No Sorry. full sphere. Okay, we're so then from like the, the inside of the hallway, the wall beneath. Okay, makes sense. So yeah, the wall so beneath down onto the that. hallway that you're in, you would step down carefully uh, uh, to the other side, and immediately as it forms, the ropes are they are like being pulled violently to the side. From some sort of force. Should we tie a rope to Bertrand? Bertrand, you can make your way over. Oi, at a minimum. This let, sounds let's like play, the Let's play Bertrand tug of war. And he, like, we lash two ropes together, yeah. getting some more slack. Strong ropes, I am heavy. Uh, who, who's, who's the best of ropes here? We haven't done this yet. Well, who's, survival, right? Who's good rope? Who's good rope? Uh, sleight of hand or something. Sleight of well. hand. Oh. Right there. Yeah, sleight of hand is specifically with ropes. It's true. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, I actually don't me. know. He said slide of hand is I read it. Yeah, okay. Rose has slide of hand. I got plus two and I got a lucky cricket. I got, I got a, a plus two. Cockroach. Lucky cricket and plus two sounds good to me. And they're helping with those ropes. Advantage and cockroach. Make um, one of those really nice advantage. ones where it's like all diamonds across your body. It is a muddy rope. <laughs> Inexplicably still muddy. I'm still going with that. You want like all a right. turtle shell or whatever it is? The muddy uh, yeah, part that. of the Let's go with roll, that. Roll the rope. Roll the rope. Check it out. It's going to be awesome. This is with advantage. Depending on how well he rolls, it might be garbage. Damnation. All right, that is 14 plus 2 is 16. That's, that's okay, yeah. rope. And we're all holding together. Yeah. All of y'all. And I've got you know, one hand on the rope and one hand on the potion of giant strength. Oh, <laughs> oh, there you go. That's a great call. We talked about how we, we need to get a bear job of some sort of mess. <laughs> This All right. is going to be so good. Literally, you said you would need it when you need to pull bear jaw. <laughs> there it is. You literally said that it. hours ago. Yes. Okay. Bear jaw's going to try to use her considerable strength to not get ripped off this rope. She's stepping down onto She's the rope bridge. She's going to grab onto the edge. Rope bridge is tend to be three different ropes, right? Yes. yes. Okay, yes. so you're going to grab the first one. Finally, Mark says, before you go out there, let's see if you can breathe and like put your head into the room. So, okay, she sticks her head through first. But the moment on. you stick on. Yeah. The moment you stick your head through, you see bear jaws. <laughs> no, she doesn't have hair. I don't you see well she's got furs on her shoulders. Yes. Yeah, right? furs. So you see it just from the side. She feels like wind is Ooh. blasting her from the side. Oh, Not an awesome. unfamiliar sensations from the frozen yeah. north. Sometimes she's, she's trudging through. 
But this is like this is gale force of the space. Uh, This place is uh, quite comfortable. It's the same inside the sphere. Comfortable. All right. Um, It's just a maelstrom. In fact, in fact, many of you are a bit uh, overly bundled up for the temperature of the space. Baron, relax your fist fist before you. Bless me too. Uh, that only works with attack rolls and saving throws. Okay, well, yeah, sure, saving throws sound kind of important in this yeah, situation, yeah. possibly. Just saying, Bearjaw looks at you and kind of gives you the face of, like, got anything to add? Sure got... It's my last first level spell, so hopefully we use it. You are blessed. Moradin! Bless my ally. Bless this fucking stupid Goliath. So you got a D4 to any attack <laughs> rolls or saving it. throws. Ah, Bearjaw feel feels good. it through her whole body. Feels the strength. Good. Okay. Uh, but she did, she could breathe. Like there yeah, was wind. She could breathe. She could breathe. There was wind. We confirmed right. that there was breathing. Um, okay. Uh, helps it be less of a time trial. I'm going to go towards the, the ropes and grab a hold of them and step my All right. big ass body onto this rope. The better so, fucking hold. Well. So the thing no. is, the moment you step down what onto the rope, there's no concept of applying your weight to that rope. Uh, Bearjaw feels the sickening sense, immediate sickening sensation of uh, of weightlessness, oh, n- which what? is uh, um, which is which is nausea inducing in most yes, people. Okay. Um, yeah, the moment she st- like she steps over face. the threshold to get down, that wind blasts her and... to the side, and she poof, careens off. I'm to holding the, side. the damn ropes, though. Uh, so I'm she's my grabbing ropes. the ropes, and she's being pulled yeah. to the side. And the ropes give way. No, Berta. Can I drink? Wait, wait, which one? Like the ropes of that. that the, the ropes from the bridge. The two okay. handholds. The <laughs> foot one is fine. Although, <laughs> although being she wasn't wrenched, on it. but there was no weight for her to put down because uh, she entered. She entered a, a weightlessness too. the moment so we're all holding the, the ropes. <laughs> are the ropes. You we're are all her. holding the far end of the rope that is attached to her. <laughs> Harness. How much slack did you give her? Were you keeping her slack tight? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. At first. Yeah. We're leading yeah. her like repelling. Are you okay, pull me back in. Then um, <laughs> she just jumps. <laughs> like yeah, a fucking bungee jumper, and that rope boom, <laughs> is like our out supplies, of a, out of a moving car. With all of yeah. with all of you there holding the rope, it is not a great challenge to hold her where she is. Okay. Uh, it, the wind. It's the wind is. Mighty. A, a surprising amount of force, like gale force. She's a big body, a surface area that the wind has to contact. It's a lot. I'm like a but sail. you also have like okay. six, five yeah. people there and pretty strong ones all holding on to the I mean, rope. Really only no, Mott, to be honest. We saw. <laughs> we saw no it's all incremental. We saw <laughs> the coin go around, right? Yes. Uh, but then it did end up on the chest. Drewston says, What if we let her get to the other side? And then pull her back towards us. Give her the she, little slack. She can grab the the chest. Do it. I can have. So like like very coordinatedly, yeah. start giving a single hand. Right. You're able to give her a little hand over hand, but what happens is she does not go around the edge. Um, I'm trying to describe a physics problem here. So okay. the wind is trying to uh, to blast her around the circumference of the sphere, mm-hmm. okay. but as you give like her some slack. She's got this I'm this curving. angular force, and she actually it actually ends up curving her out as you give her more slack away from the edge of the sphere. Towards at which point you feel the force 
release on the rope as oh. the wind is no longer hitting her. As, as she got strong. about 10 feet away from the wall, nice. suddenly, like, you're, you're like, you're holding it tightly, but you're not pulling. No. Um, but you're, like, letting it out, and then suddenly, you're not, like, there's no more force on the rope. So it's like it's heavy, heavy, and, like, the wind just you are, you are, you are weightless in, in zero gravity. You're not so still. Moving. You're moving uh, slightly, but there is air in here, which Make means there's resistance, which means you're shove! I, Give her a shove! Ten. Wait, ten how far feet, do I ten pounds. I start yeah, pulling on the rope. It's zero pounds. Hang on, hang on. We've got oh. two people talking at once. Scrim, what's Scrimcorn yelling? And then you go. Scrimcorn says, Give her a shove! She's floating! So she is technically weightless right now? Technically, she is I am, weightless right I now. I'm going to cast Mage Hand on her. Ten pounds of it? Delta V. <laughs> 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 Alright, keep, keep going. Get so safe. he hasn't used Just this Keep me before. in the center, though. I don't want to go back into the yeah. ring of death. Uh, but it's only 30 feet, so like I'm gonna have to okay. just give you uh, a, 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 a shove. And uh, he takes out a, an old lucky coin that has a little a hand carved into it, and it, he just <laughs> rubs it, and it's a little kind of like copper glowing hand. Well, it looks a lot like Drusen's hand. Appears. And uh, it just like it's on your back. It goes, oh, I like that face. Just on the cheek. Just gives her a light shove. Uh, in so what direction? my goal, and I, I'll admit I'm having trouble picturing, is to get Bear Jaw to eventually the other side of, or close, either close to the chest or the other side of the chest, so we can pull her back. And with I can the grab chest. the. So chest. right now she's like she's, she's just she's floating. like. 15 feet away from you, and she's floating in space, and Here, the chest is us. over there. Here's us. You could the just push her to the chest. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so yeah, you push her it. towards the chest. Yeah. And as Sam pointed out, it is a question I of Delta collide. V, because whatever force you push her with is the same yeah. force okay. she will strike the chest. Wait, wait, wait. But, uh, uh, but when you do that, I'm going to grab onto the rope and pull myself towards the rope to kind of balance it out so that I can, I can like, try to, like... Oh, yeah. You're going to... We have yeah, to keep yeah, giving you slack. You have to keep giving me slack, but if but I pull to, on to the rope back, I think I can bit. slow myself down. So and I don't the minute, sort of, you're, the you're, at a, yeah. you're at an angle that makes it where you don't have a great thing, but you'll but the you'll minute you grab the chest, we're getting I mean, so close to needing to I'm going to hit that damn okay. chest. Well, as, long okay. as, as well, I could say that because as long as you're in 30 feet, I can cast Gust to help you steer. Oh, you can steer me? But she is about to get away 30 feet. The push seems like the right direction. Everything is on track. It's not a hard thing to do. You just push right the direction of the yeah. chest, and he can give you a very gentle push. How do I open the float? chest? Is it just, just hang on? You're not at the chest yet. No, it's the Apollo 13 of season four chest, right here. It is a chest. It's got like a latch or something. With a latch. Okay, good. And good. a keyhole. And, and, like and, like a... uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you. Uh, it's a chest. <laughs> I know. Knock is a 60 foot ring. Yeah. She floats towards the chest. What does she do as she is moving towards the chest at a nice I'm slow gonna speed? I'm going to hug the chest. I'm going to grab the chest and hold on to it. So, you, so you're touching as, it. Yes, I touched the goddamn as, chest. Will you read the runes? Guys, listen, please. <laughs> Only the dark-looking ones. Uh, as Bearjaw is coming at the chest from a bit of an <laughs> angle compared to you guys. She's like maybe... 20 degrees okay. into the room there. She can see a little bit behind the chest. Now she's moving oh, towards the chest. She what? can see something that, that you could not good. see from the hallway. There is a chain that seems to be coming from the back of the chest, moving towards the opposite side of the sphere. You've got seven seconds before you hit that chest. What are you doing when you get to the chest? 
I cut the chain with my shatter not, spike. No, chain's on the other side. I cut. It's on the other Obviously side of the side. chest. I can, yeah. If it's a big so enough... So first you're going to hit the chest. So. Yeah, I hit the chest and then I cut the chain. Okay. Uh, it's good. Okay, okay. So the course of action is so... Will you grab your sword? Bear jaw. I did say I got my sword up. Towards the chest. And as she grabs it to, like, get hold of it... Yeah, it's, it's kind of a near thing, though. Holding you hear the sword. a... Like, oh, crap. Okay. Tick, tick, tick. I'm going to break, break the chain. Cutting the chain? Yeah, so you're going to need to roll an athletic... Uh, is, is it acrobatics? Yes. No, there's no you're, acrobatics. Yes, you do there what? Yes, there is. Not you're that I see. It's at the very... Oh, still. well, whatever. I still so have you're changing it. You're going to need to the roll an acrobatics movement. check in order to maneuver yourself in zero gravity around the chest. It's very, very difficult. It's a, it's a, what is it's an this entire exactly? physical skill you've never I done mean, before. I mean, if she's grabbing onto it, can she just reach over and cut it with her sword? Uh... Yes. Do you know how to get leverage to swing a sword in space? No, but... So, that's what I'm saying. This is a new experience. It requires skill. It requires an attempt. We will be prepared for the space battles when when she hits the The enemy gate is down. Right, hang on. Sam's question next, please. When she hits the chest, does the chest move, or does it appear to be sort of suspended in space? Uh, Good question. It's going to happen one after the other, I think. It does move when she hits it. The force that she hits it with... Um, He's gonna move there's it. a relationship there, but she, yeah, she hits it and grabs on, and the chest sort of like gets starts, a bit yeah, of her momentum moving. with it, moving a little bit, and that's and then when it goes. A tick, 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 tick. Okay. It's the sound of like a, like a a, a gear cranking. Okay. Like a chain being okay. retracted. So like a chain being retracted. Just a, just a question here. <laughs> or extending. Like. If if I have danger sense. Yes. And it gives me advantage on dex saving throws, uh-huh. which this is a dex acrobatics. It's a, it's a dex skill. I don't want. I don't know if that means it applies. It's to a very good question, and um, if a dex if no, saving throw comes fine. up in here, Just you get your advantage. Yes. Just curious. In okay. this case, your dex. But you have bless on skill checks, right? But you have bless. No. Attack rolls and saving throws. Oh, saving throws. Saving throws. Ooh, I've got it though, just in case. All right. Hashtag roll. Hashtag the dexterity skill. Okay. That's a two. Oh. I don't. I don't manage the whatever the dexterity. Bearjaw tries to move herself around the chest to get over to the chain, but every movement in this zero gravity situation is just—it's unintuitive. Every every disintuitive. Every force that you apply is is just—it keeps going. There's nothing that stops you. She's got too much. She's got too much natural like mass inertia. Yeah. So what she does is she naturally pushes way too hard, and she like tries. To pull herself over, and it causes her to let to not be able to hold on to the chest as Whoa. she continues on the other. And do we hear side. this as well? That's bad. Uh, yeah, you guys, bad. you guys can hear it. Um, okay, yeah. so Should pull can, her back? can I still? No, I'm just stuck where I am. So you're uh, floating a bit past the chest. So you guys have the rope. Dressen did say, he "Grab has, the chest. We'll pull you back in." He says he has a, a range sixty spell. Is the is the chest drifting beyond his six range? Nah, it's more like perpendicular to you, so it's okay. not yeah. further away. So from I can that. unlock it, basically. Do it. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Because it has a, a keyhole and looks like it's locked. It does? Okay, I'll cast knock on it. Unlocks. Describe oh knock. knock. What are you oh, doing? What did I do before? Oh, yeah. Uh, the, that was when it was a ritual. Now it's instant, so a bit different. Oh, no, it's not a ritual spell. No, it's just a spell. He spelled but oh, he, oh, it, it was, was his first lot. time casting it, and the bone spell scroll had become the skeleton key. <laughs> so he takes out the skeleton key... Uh, and focuses on it, and in his mind, 
he just gets flashes of like do, do, do the lock inside of the lock this kind of stuff and the key in his hand kind of turns and he just goes click as this happens as Drustin casts the spell and you guys see the latch come up uh, on this lock and the latch undoes itself Drustin is flung back and, and like slammed back like 10 feet let's go with the rope and uh it's this imagery of seeing inside the lock that was going through his head that was, it was, overwhelming. it was overwhelming. What he saw was inexplicable. His spell worked, yeah. but, but it was, it was by, by pure arcane, uh, arcane energy that yeah. it worked. His, his, his own mind could not cope with the mechanisms oh. that were involved here as he got slammed backwards and it latched open. Bearjaw finds herself now only a couple feet from the chest but floating very slowly away from it as she was not able to chest. transition we'll around. If I can. can I grab it? The chest uh, opens up. I, it's, it's if your, I can your, grab your, the ledge. You're, you're moving away from it now. Can, is she at can an I, angle? Can I pull, pull the rope? rope? Is the yeah? What direction? I can pull the rope myself if, I, if I'm leaning towards you. Well, that's it's trick. Since we can't, we we didn't coordinate beforehand. Like who's giving whom slack and who's pulling on it. Um, basically, the, the short question is: Is a tug on the rope going to send Bearjaw in the direction well, sure, of, further. of the? Uh, it's 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 perpendicular, so it will it will maybe uh, get a couple inches. Maybe she okay, can stretch out. She fine. maneuvers her body I'm in gonna just the right way. I'm going to use my sword to touch the inside edge of the chest, and that okay. will pull me. Try and hook it? Yeah, I'm going to try and hook it. I'm going to try and hook it. We need a skill check for this. Okay, what is the skill check for this? More acrobatics? I think it's more acrobatics. I think <sighs> this, is, this is still about yeah. moving okay. your body in an unfamiliar way in here, so... Okay. Uh, uh, so get that acrobatic. A sword isn't a fish hook. Okay, that's, a, time, a, that's a fourteen. With your uh, with your allies, as uh, Scrimcorn was uh, you know saying to mock and everything, just give her just the, the tiniest bit. Gives her a couple inches as she moves forward. She uses the sword, get a little bit, manages to hook it on the lip. And again, in zero G, all you need is the slightest force, and then it does the rest for you. And she's able to uh, get closer and grab the chest. Okay, grab the chest, which is now moving. Uh, um, well, it was moving with it's your original ticking. momentum. And now it's, it's still ticking. Uh, it has whatever stopped. the fuck. No, it went tick 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 tick. tick. You, heard it, oh. you oh, just heard a ka-chunking noise. It stopped. Okay. Um, the ticking noise stopped. When Drustin opened it, maybe. It, oh, it sounds like. Maybe, maybe yeah, did it stop when, when it was I think Drustin defused the bomb. <gasps> Yay, Justin. Okay, okay, she's got a grip on the I edge got, of the chest. Well, I'm going mean, to look in there. Here. I'm going to look in there and, and pick up whatever it is. She in sees inside the chest, just Snakes. as Drustin sees... Fuck. The far end of the spear, Drustin sees a smooth metal object floating towards Bear Jaw. A smooth metal what? Pull her back. Okay, I'm gonna grab whatever's in there, and they can just pull me back because this is fucking it's terrifying. It's a hunter seeker. No! <laughs> Ballpark. Uh, do, do you? So did you shout, pull her back? Yep. I, I grab whatever's in there. Wait, Mark starts pulling your back. Like, Justin yeah. is what? No, no I, wait. You do it before she says she's no, got anything I, in there. No, I'm grabbing. I'm grabbing my thingy first. I mean, yeah. Bearjaw well, will actively yeah, did resist you shout being pull dragged back anywhere. When you saw something, do you have or to did you? Uh, get up early, drive to LA tomorrow. 
That's a drag. So, Tristan, what happens is he's about to say pull her back, but he also sees that Barajah is about to grab whatever is in there. And he waits a moment for her to grab it before she. And then he'll say that. Okay, good. Because Scrim will start pulling as soon as someone shouts. Wait, it takes. Go ahead. What, what does he see? You said wait? No, I said, what does he see? A oh, smooth metal. Yes. So it takes a moment for Bearjaw to, like, again, maneuver, like, pull herself over, get the chest open without throwing herself back. Like, every force she applies, she's still getting used to it in there. And, uh, uh, and looks in, and you see the object getting closer. It is a cylindrical black object with a rounded oh. end oh. and something that flares out at the back side and it is just moving towards Bearjaw. I don't Bear like the jaw. sound of that. I don't see it because I'm focused on this chest. What's in the box? What's in the box? The box? <laughs> There's a hammer inside oh. inside the chest. Grab it. She I grab it. It's yes, the only I thing she sees in there. It. it is floating exactly just in the center the of the chest. As just soon like as hovering she, in there. I see that grabbing action. I say, pull her back. Jakes are back. As you guys, got a big one on one. It's a as you are pulling her back, you see this object gain speed no! as it's moving straight I towards her, and uh, you hear now it making a noise. It was hard to hear. you couldn't hear it from further away. It's been as it comes closer, as Bearjaw starts crossing the threshold where the gust of wind is, but with all of you holding onto the rope. Wait, Drusen's still on his ass and he's not pulling the rope. And he had the potion. So he grabbed it and pulls it and gets her past the threshold. And the moment she crosses the threshold back into the hallway, the object just stops and then falls to the ground, the bottom of the sphere, and then tumbles down to the, you know, the very bottom of the... Does the chest do the, that too, or the just bowl. that thing? The chest also falls oh. down from its Whoa. chain, you know, Whoa. slamming, you know, a quarter of the way up the wall uh. in there. Jason runs towards Verja. This whole place lights up it's with really a golden happy. light. Ooh. Like the basalt turns a different color? No, it's just there is there's, there's bright light everywhere oh, in this whole in this whole hallway. Congratulations. Is, is this... And as Baron looks, you know, as all of you are looking into the sphere, the now you can see the carvings in this sphere. Mm. While while the, the sphere looks as smooth as could be, there are carvings everywhere and it is carvings of snowbane, the same snowbane that you saw on the door that led here. There is um uh 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 you see even Morden himself carved into a couple places in the wall with Snowbane, uh, Snowbane throughout. Again, these the stories that is being told in these images, it's the same thing as in the hallway. It's hard to interpret. You can recognize the figures, but that's it. As you focus, it's, uh, uh, it, it, it threatens, to, uh, overwhelm it threatens the to, senses. to overwhelm the senses. But then as you look, you see runes start appearing in the sphere from left to right. We'll assume the dwarven language from left to right. Uh, uh, and as the dwarves, anyone who can read dwarven, um, concentrate on this, you find that the, uh, they, they're, they're dwarven runes, runes, but they are, but they are different. It's as if it's in a different alphabet. It's a thing that Baron has seen before. The celestial language of, uh, the celestial language of the dwarven gods. Uh, similar to Dwarven, but a bit different. But as you concentrate on it, the 
clearest translation to your language comes to you, sounding in each of your minds, all of you, even those of you that can't read Dwarven, these symbols, uh, these symbols as they glow, and you hear uh, these symbols in your mind read aloud as if by Moradin himself. And it says, Whosoever finds their way to this place does so by the grace of their virtue and proven they shall take up the task set before them, repay the debt, find Snowbane, and deliver that which the Allfather endows with deep abiding gratitude. We remember Snowbane. And we'll continue next week. Uh, yeah. 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 Lovecraft Country. <laughs> You've read Lovecraft Country? <laughs> I, yes. <laughs> I yes. The voice was going How to early say, did you know that? When it opened up into a spherical room? As soon as that happened, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Lovecraft okay. Country? Yes, I stole that entire room and puzzle from a book because I was like, this is an awesome D&D puzzle. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was something out of like Cube or something. Yeah, that's yeah, terrible. Yeah, I was ready for that. And, and you know what's funny, Kevin, is I originally was going to have the solution to it be the same as was in the book. Um, but then I realized I think that's an unsatisfying D&D &D solution.